Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downside, episode 136, and today we are here with Calvin Cabillings. Calvin, hey. I got it? Yeah, you got it, perfect. And hey, I like try. Downtime with Downstar. I like that, <laughs> I like yeah. that a lot. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming. No, thank you for inviting me. I love doing this sort of thing. Of I love course, talking. dude. Um, Alex and I, um, we were watching your podcast uh-huh. when you guys were uploading them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, this dude's pretty interesting, bro. A lot of the <laughs> topics that you were coming up with, I wish that I was there at that time to jump in. Sure. But uh, hit me with whatever, I like right? It, man. If you want to talk about I lo- it, I, I want, talk I want to talk about everything, dude. I've been watching your uh, the the stuff that you've been posting up lately, and it seems like you got a lot of stuff that I got a lot going you want to talk head. about, dude. I, a lot. Way but let's much. talk about this uh, this past weekend, man. You just got back from Mammoth. No, Big Bear. Big Bear. Big, Big Bear. Bear. How Big was that? Bear. Oh, first time snowboarding. I no send shit. It. I everyone was saying Calvin, you gotta you gotta be careful, man. You won't. It's it's nothing like you've ever done before, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm like, okay. In my head, I understand my feet are bound. Yeah. And I have to rotate about the hip. I understand this. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I'm gonna figure this out, or I'm gonna eat it. And boy, did I eat it. <laughs> right. So getting, I I learned how to get speed and full commit to the hip throw yeah um it worked 60 percent of the time that's good that's good yeah so like i stop and then i overcompensate by leaning forward and my front edge catches and i take a digger i think it's just a couple times man just going out there you know sending it falling and Mm -hmm. and just figure what works you know i've only went one time before i want to go back at it because i want to do jumps and shit oh that (laughs) <laughs> that i already i already am scared of the speed that i gain really yeah like um because one time i didn't i didn't stop properly and i fell on my ass yeah and that hurt a lot and i was go- i wasn't going that fast but fast enough to know like that's good that's about to hurt I'm, yeah. i was going down it was like Ugh! and i brace for impact the snow's unforgiving yeah. man yeah. you think it's nice and fluffy and no. bunnies and no. things like that no, 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 no. definitely unless not. it's fresh fresh pow yeah fresh pow yeah. but oh you got not, the lingo already yeah <laughs> well, tj loves saying it tj loves saying it so I, that's where i picked it up dope man so you had a good weekend yeah great weekend um yeah like the the thing that was running through my head was like i'm gonna fail and i'm gonna have to figure it out yeah yeah and that, i had a tweet this morning that that like I came up with and it was it 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 really sums up um I don't I don't mean to get too philosophical get into it bro so like I don't like the the failure culture right the failure culture of you you're not allowed to fail failure is not an option but in my head like no you have to fail so I tweeted out this morning at like five in the morning uh failure is an option success is paved with the blood of your failures yeah right so like to put it in simple terms for some people because they don't put this connection but i did not too long ago let's say you're playing a video game right you're playing a first person shooter that's all the rage right now right like you're playing Fortnite. every time you lose that's a failure yeah what do you do you hit that start button again and you try and try and i i try to connected to that because when people I, i've done it i said that to my brother and he was like damn you're right like you literally fail every time you lose but you keep trying and i'm like well take that aspect take yeah. that idea and put it to 
like um, your aspiration, like your goals, your studies, um, your business, whatever, right? Like failure is an option. Yeah, I think that um, the reason that people don't look at failures as opportunities is because all the every they see all day is just uh, wins and wins and wins. So when they don't win the first try, they think, damn, I'm doing something wrong, you know, and it's not like that. All the times that I've I've had a failure or a loss, yeah, I've yeah, learned yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you have to because there's not much things that you're just going to do once snowboarding and just yeah, be 1080 yeah. yeah, yeah. no, no no way no way you you have to learn you man it, yeah. and uh, those people who don't learn from their lessons they just keep repeating it and repeating mm-hmm. it and if you use that mi- the mindset to you know okay what went wrong what did i do wrong in this situation what what all happened take all that into consideration so when that situation yeah. comes back again yeah. then you attack it in a different way absolutely and then if that goes wrong you just put all the data uh, in yeah your yeah head. yeah and then that's that's how i figure things man yeah. all of this is just collecting data yeah, and yeah, then absolutely you learn how to use it in certain absolutely. circumstances yeah. and whatever you're put into even like podcasting you know yeah. this isn't about cars this isn't about this is about talking to another human being getting yeah, getting like deep down who they are and figure yeah. how how they think how they maneuver yeah, yeah and then you use that data inside of you you know so yeah, maybe yeah. there's a strong point that yeah. you're at yeah that that i'm not strong at that I yeah say, hey, well how does calvin do it okay yeah, that's yeah, a good absolutely. you know and just I love that just move like that it's it's just learning man but a lot of people they don't learn from their yeah, yeah, mistakes yeah. that they make yeah. and they keep making them over and yeah. over they're and just afraid yeah and it is man it, it, you get afraid scary, of for sure. answering the real question is is it me is yeah. it is what i did yeah made this situation happen yeah. a lot of people don't want to answer that you know yeah. they'd rather pass the blame to somebody else yeah. But once you start like taking the blame and taking uh, accountability, yeah, absolutely, dude, it gives you so much strength. You know, I'll take accountability for things that happen that necessarily aren't even my fault uh-huh. because it gives me the power. Sure. If something happened and I don't have, I, I, I didn't do nothing. That takes all the power away. So something that somebody else can do can cause my life to change you know and that takes my power away i'm i'm in control of my life a hundred percent and if something bad does happen there's there's a there's a way for me to spin it in my head well maybe if i would have done something a little different not not towards like a guilty way but just to to learn from that that situation you know yeah no i resonate with that that's awesome so we're getting deep already bro yeah man i'm, so, I'm philosophical as hell dude. i love it so it, it's sunday before we get any further can you give us a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do okay so i'm i'm just a hot boy pinoy on the internet i make, <laughs> I make memes i try to help people um my ambitions have changed in the last three three weeks uh i'm shooting for the stars and it's exciting like um i've been in such a as frank said like on my instagram and um twitter i've been i've been so deep into like wanting to strive for myself and like alongside that helping others like my biggest ambition right now is to make um a hundred milli by 20 30 years I, i see it happening yeah right like but it's not the money, right? It's not the money. I don't, I don't care about the money. It's about the, my, my passion to, to help people build stuff. Like I love, I love building my thing right now 
and I want to pass that idea to someone else. Yeah. Right. Like, um, so the goal is venture capitalism and Rick just recently taught me of private equity and that's really cool. I mm -hmm. like that idea. Right. Um, but I stream on Twitch at the moment. I'm starting a business, uh, clothing business, and eventually, like, the goal is a fulfillment center. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do that sort of thing. Um, I'm working with a whole bunch of good people at the moment um, on my on my social medias and my platforms. Um, I'm very happy to be here starting the podcast up again and yeah. being a guest on your podcast. Thank you, man. That's awesome. Like, I love talking about this. I love, I've realized something like, I know a lot of people like you, like um, Accuar Boys, like Rob Dom. I know a lot of people and they have a story. And my goal for the next several years is to hear their story. I love it, man. Right. I love it, dude. That's that's one of the reasons why I have this podcast, because I feel like so many people in our industry and even not in our industry, local guys who have a small business, like they never get to get heard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to, to gain a following. Sure, I sure. mean, absolutely. Imagine if you're not in the car community. Imagine if you're just like uh, I, I had some guys that are into barbecue. Yeah, right. Yeah. One of my last guests, he, he's into barbecue. Yeah. It's like, how big is that? that niche as far as like social media wise and growing like that it's not going to be as big as it is in the automotive community sure. Sure. so i want to give these guys the platform that they could come in awesome. and not to get them a following or anything like that but just to have their story heard yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i've had so many home runs do with people that i've never even talk to someone <laughs> hooked me up with them and say hey you should have this guy and he's a good guy uh -huh. literally met them hey what's up nice to meet you sit down and talk for three four hours that's awesome yeah like oh, uh yeah. like eric from Ilk yeah. Fab. yeah 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 i met eric a, f a few times and we just talked on you know texting and stuff like that he'll yeah, need parts or whatever yeah, yeah but we've never really had like a sit down sure. not even for 10 minutes uh -huh. you know i was seeing matt sema but it's just loud talking yeah. at the club and things yeah. like that we talked for four hours, bro. Oh my god! Four hours. Dude. Yeah, he has. He has a story. He has a great story, man. It's great just story. that people have, people have gone through so much in life, and just because they don't have a business or a YouTube channel or a following, that doesn't mean that they don't have a story, mm -hmm. you know. And I feel that everybody's story they have value in it for the listener yeah, to yeah. tell what they've come through. Because I have guys on here that if they've been through the dumps, man, the lowest of the low, and then now they're doing it yeah so if somebody's listening and they're living nice and you know they have a nice room at their parents house yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. car like matter, yeah. shit i don't have any excuses yeah, yeah you know yeah. hell yeah so like i'm excited that. for you man i no, I, I really you. feel that 2020 is going to be a good year for everybody Absolutely. Uh, everybody that i've spoken to they're just so um they have a, a real positive mind for what's going to yeah, come yeah. in 2020 yeah. so you called it the year of prosperity um, kind of. What made you come up to, to the realization that things needed to change in 2020? Uh, okay. I can answer that question and I'll be honest. Um, I spent the last two, three years with my long-term girlfriend, right? But three weeks ago, we did not end up working out. Mm. So I realized, um, <coughs> through that through that process and i'm still going through it yeah of course definitely right um i'm, I'm recovering quite well 
if I don't say so myself, yeah. right? But through that process, I learned, I found myself again. I learned what I did wrong, what's not good about myself. And I was like, damn, I need to figure it out. So one day I was sitting in front of my Supra and I'm like, yo, I have a Supra. That's crazy. Mm. To me, that's crazy, yeah. right? And that's for being skirting by with minimal effort for the past two, two years, two, three years. And I'm like, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of saying that I'm lazy. I don't yeah. want that no more. So immediately I started finding information on like something like this, something small, like this little book. Um, Tim Quick was the video that I watched. And he said, you write three things mm -hmm. for personal and then three things <clears throat> for business. And Is that like daily actions? Daily actions. Got you. Okay. So as, of course you could do more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But these three things will get you through what you need to do for the week. And it has been so motivating to see me cross off each thing yeah and then being like <coughs> yo i still have way more time and i use that time right um i when i when i stopped being lazy i looked at how many hours i spent watching youtube yeah um it said eight ten hours a day a day a day and i would i would guess to say like probably two hours of that was probably something learning something productive but the other eight hours is entertainment um, and I was like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I can't, I had to get up. And in the last three weeks, I've accomplished a lot and I'm kind of running out of things to do, honestly. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Really? Yeah. So um, my schedule is from 6 to 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. Okay. Is the streaming window. If TJ calls me at like 10, I leave. Okay. Go do that till like 4 p.m. And then after that, it's all this stuff, mm -hmm. right? It's pretty crazy how much time there's not a lot of time it's finite but there's a lot of time that you have yeah and if you use it well you kind of you kind of like sit there like oh my gosh I, I need to find more stuff to do so i've been reading books um completing tasks like um right now i filed for an llc like a week ago it's hell still, yeah man it's, it's taking a while because california and the holidays but i'm so excited for for all that because once that hits the ground i'm i'm gonna like start zooming yeah it's crazy good for you man thank I'm you i'm glad to hear that dude yeah. um so were you were you known as the lazy person was that like the joke or was it just in your yourself yourself that you knew that i knew you that weren't it was you knew it was so to answer your question um i was seen as really smart a philosopher right i was seen as someone that's going to go places i was seen as like all the good things right yeah and and i let that build me right mm. i am who i am today because of those people and what they said to me i don't care about what people think i i i do whatever i want right mm -hmm. but i realized that i'm not doing good things so I switched it, right? I used to say I was a leader of leaders, but that's lazy. Yeah. That's actually so wrong and lazy, right? I'm a leader, period. Yeah. So 
when I say I'm a leader of leaders is I just wait till someone does something good and I tell them what to do. No, 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 no. That's a terrible mindset. That's just feeding my, my old mentality of just doing minimal, right? I know and I was told that I'm a leader, period. So I'm going to utilize that now. And I have been. Um, I, I, I don't have a big team and I don't have capital to compensate for their time. So I asked them to invest their time in me. I have like four or five people helping me with social media and stuff, right? Um, and I'm working on getting help for the merchandise business, right? Um, it's 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 fun leading. I yeah. love it. I love it so much, right? Um, I I've also learned that I'm weak, yeah, right. But I'm also strong. Where I'm weak, I don't deal with that. Yeah, like I don't know how to edit. Then time investment of learning how to edit. I'll learn how to edit in like three months, but then to get good, it takes a couple years. Yeah, I can't do that, and I can't sit there and do it. I don't want it. So I'd rather find a way to have someone else help them help me. Right. So one of my stream viewers, he's helping me with editing, and he has amazing ambition. He's only sixteen, and nice. I and I want to help him. Like through his his career like he's inve he's invested time in me i'm gonna invest time in him right as i said earlier my my goal is 100 mil but i only expect to pay myself seventy thousand dollars a year yeah right um statistically seventy thousand is about where people can exist and not worry about food not worry about transportation not worry yeah, about yeah, the yeah. roof over their head that is happiness finding it in your friendships finding it in your family finding it in yourself right well i have all those things i realize that i have a supra i have a nice watch i have great family yeah i have great friends i don't need anything else but i want a hundred mil to help people so that's the dream that's the goal pay myself humbly be humble try to try to just help like i i see these people like on shark tank like get really happy and that makes me happy my role models at the moment are like um mr beast ellen david dobrik they, they just throw money away for other people and i love that idea like i don't my my i told my mom my first purchase if i can is i'm buying her house the rest of her house for her. hell yeah man so do yeah. you uh do you know why you feel so passionate about helping people? No, I don't. I honestly don't. Has there been a time that you needed help and there wasn't anybody else to help you oh, out? Oh, you know what? You're right. <clears throat> now that you say that. Okay, so I have privilege. I am privileged. Okay. Period. My mom and dad love me dearly. My mom will give her life for me. She... The house that we live in is mine and my brother's. I work with TJ, caring friend, dear friend of mine. He wants the best for me. Nothing but the best. I, I literally come in, help with the car. If that takes two hours, it takes two hours. He gives me time. I have time and I have a place to live and I have food to eat. So literally my money, I'm treating like monopoly money yeah right because i have no worries and i'm privileged for that and i'm thankful for that absolutely 
right? But I know my situation. I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm not dumb and I'm not naive. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to achieve my goal because in doing so, the people that helped me will receive help back. I, I, I believe in a social um, equity, right? I don't think karma exists as a um, as a as a presence, but karma is the word, mm -hmm. right? The people that I surround myself with tend to be similar, right? So if I help them, I don't expect anything back, but I will be there. I'll be there in in a some form, right? And if they want to come back, I I'm waiting for that karma. I I don't expect it. Yeah. And I just I just want them to give out more, not necessarily to me, but out more outward, right? Um so when I said earlier that I found myself again, I I was content at the age of 20, which was four years ago. Mm -hmm. I was content. I can, I can die happy. I think I've left an impression. My legacy is here, and especially today. And if I live longer, it'll be bigger. Yeah. But today, I've impressed on enough people um, substantially that I think my legacy of passing that good karma on will live whether it's me or it's the idea of passing it on i don't care if it's from me but so as long as the idea is there in that person i think that's really beautiful right because there's nothing there's nothing nicer than feeling secure feeling cared about feeling uh wanted right so that's where i am mm -hmm. and i want to give that to people now, have you been on the opposite side of it, though? What do you mean? Of not having? Not having that? No, I can't. I can't say I have. I've been very privileged. I, I know from stories, because my mom's upbringing was difficult. My girlfriend's up, or ex-girlfriend's upbringing was difficult. Um, and a lot of people, friends, their upbringing is difficult. And I understand that. And I see how nice my shit is. Yeah. And I'm like, I appreciate what I have and I don't want people to experience because my mom's goal, again, is only to make sure that my brother and I have uh, a beautiful life. On literally only thing she cares about is that. Yeah. Right? So she, it's a, it's a adorable story, but when we started out, she, she's a doctor in the Philippines. Like resident like full-blown practice but when she came to america doesn't count rip oh really absolutely not. oh shit you have to take you have to retake um the board exam okay which is i think it's the board exam but like the the, the big test you have to retake it and take classes before it she was like that's not worth the time anymore mm. so when we came here absolutely dirt dirt poor right and i was she didn't want me to be sad. So uh, two hours every other day when we go to the mall, she just let me play in the toy store. I never could take anything. I never understood why I couldn't take anything, yeah. but I knew I couldn't. Um, and she just let me play. She'd just sit there. This was before phones. This was like Nokia, 
like throw it against a wall doesn't break yeah. phone right snake. like snake right <laughs> she doesn't even play video games yeah. right so like i was given this privilege and i'm not going to squander it so you were born in the philippines um i was actually born in philadelphia okay so i was born in philadelphia um for three months they were staying there and then she had to go back to the philippines mm -hmm. to finish her residency okay so that took like three years so i grew up there from infancy to three years old and then we came back and we moved to florida hmm florida because that's where um her family is okay. california is where my dad's side is that's why we're here today gotcha um, and yeah so there was just she works absolutely ridiculously hard and it's abs no one deserves that woman not even my dad i tell him that i haven't told him that but <laughs> don't clip that <laughs> um but uh yeah it's like nobody deserves her and she just wants the best for her kids she was she's an asian mother so mm -hmm. um and i was a delinquent i got suspended twice um my grades were subpar like i almost didn't graduate high school that's mm -hmm. how bad um but no matter what she supports and doesn't care yeah it, it hurts her and she literally tells us you make me cry every time like ben, my brother got ear piercings and she was like for like for like six months she looked at benedict and would tell him like oh i'm so sad <laughs> <laughs> but she jokes and it it's a great time and she's just given me so much privilege and i honestly don't want to squander it like i said like um and to answer your question no i don't i don't know what it's like to be not loved um i did learn to be emotional yeah after my breakup um, I, I gained that. I gained that idea. I gained human from that. So you weren't like that before? Absolutely not. Mm. So to get into that, I was a, a pragmatist, right? I prided myself on being pragmatic, right? To be able to logically go through situations, understand both sides, and make an educated decision, right? But that made me a robot. I didn't feel like right. Sheldon. Yeah, like Sheldon. Similar. Um, but so I didn't feel anything, right? I, I distanced myself. That's why my relationship, one of the reasons why my relationship failed. Um, but in failure, we learn. Mm -hmm. So we, I was always like devil's advocate. I was always like, oh, I got this. Logically, we could solve this problem. But then after the breakup, I realized like I... I want emotion. I cried a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm about to every time I every time I talk about my mom, I, I'm about to cry, but I hold myself. Yeah. Because I I can't speak straight. Yeah. That's the only reason. But I gained emotion and it was it was a beautiful thing and I thank her for it. Right. And um like I realized that pragmatism was a a fear coping mechanism. I was afraid of loving. I was afraid of sharing my feelings i was afraid of it right i would hold it in because mm -hmm. i think that's safer I, I can't stress enough how how much it's how how much better i am sharing my feelings and being positive yeah like only in three weeks of changing my entire mindset i feel better yeah everybody everybody loves it and it just feels good, man. 
That's all I could say. Why did you feel like you wanted to hold it in? Were you not comfortable with how people would feel about you if you let your feelings out or? More so, it was logic, right? So objectively, emotions get in the way of rash de decisions. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. They do. It's not a bad thing, though. That's, but I tried my best to make sound decisions from experiences and teachings of others. And um, I try to go about it, again, as logical as possible. Yeah. And outcomes would go in my favor. But what happens is you lose human. Yeah. There's a disconnect, huge disconnect, right? I would say terrible things like... Um, I, uh, I would say terrible things to my ex. Like it's, I don't know how long this will last or, yeah. um, we may not work out. Like how awful is that to say to someone? Like, I realized this, Yeah. like, that's so awful. Like you don't. And I, I am upset with myself because she was a very willing to love person. Right. And she, I and I apologize like I can't apologize to her face at the moment because yeah. that's too much for me but I apologize to her it's yeah difficult. I feel you dude you're in a, a, a big transition point right I'm trying now to figure it out and, and I, I can tell and I could relate to it as well um dude back in the day I, I would I would tell girls like this is my world mm -hmm. you're just living in it yeah, because yeah. that's that's how I felt. Yeah. I felt this is my life. Either you're going to be a part of it or not. Mm -hmm. But then the person inside of me, when they would treat me half that bad, a quarter of that bad, mm -hmm. I would feel so lost and like, why don't mm -hmm. why don't you want to be with me? Or yeah, yeah. why are you acting yeah, like yeah. this? Yeah. But not seeing the person that yeah. I am. Like, yeah, you're not seeing that you're doing it. Yeah. yeah, just being so, so blunt to them and so rude. And it helped me out so much get prepared for meeting my wife mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. because I realized everything that I've done before I've learned from all those That's lessons. Awesome. Yeah. I've learned from the things, the person that I was. Yeah. And, you know, I don't put blame on them. You know, yeah, they were who they were. And, and if I yeah. decided to stick around, that was on me. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I needed to learn the lessons. This yeah. isn't the kind of girl that I want. I'm yeah. not happy when they do these kind of things, yeah, you know. Yeah. But then I had to look in the mirror. It's like, dude, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't like being that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like being that asshole. Like, sure. You know, even come to business stuff. Like, I look back at who I was five years ago, and I'm like, damn, bro. I wish I had somebody. I wish I had an OG to tell me, like, yo, Frank, you should probably chill out right now. This isn't the way sure. to grow it. Sure. You know, because you get yeah, you yeah. get in your mind, and you're yeah, like, yeah. dude. Everybody loves Downstar. I'm the biggest thing going out right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fucking putting people down, talking shit yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah. People are backing me up. Yeah, fuck those dudes, whatever. I'm just, is that really how I want to gain popularity, putting other people down? Yeah, yeah. Because on the other side of the screen, that dude has a family. He has kids. He has a yeah, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And I'm ruining the time that they have with them from yeah. my own selfish ego yeah yeah yeah. you know so when i learned how to put my ego in check and 
you know, to dial it down and to, to, to humble myself, dude, life has changed. World world's different, right? So much more, dude. Like, um, I get so many more compliments now and it's not about like the car or the money or anything like that. It's about like how you're, how the conversations we've had have touched somebody as they're driving right now to work, you know, as they're at work wrenching with their headphones on dude. Like if we can give them a different perspective to look at their situation, you know, maybe somebody right now, and I'm sure it is most car guys are like that, that they, they don't respect the relationship that they're in right now. Yeah. You know, I see it so much where, the, the, they'll post a meme or something on Facebook about like their girlfriend nagging or whatever. And I just look at it from the girlfriend's point of view. It's like, bro, you smell like gas. You come in at midnight and you want to <laughs> fuck? Like, bro, <laughs> get fuck out of here, dude. Shit out of you here. Know? Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. rather kick it yeah, with yeah. your homies yeah, than yeah. kick it with me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm supposed to just be waiting around like a dog yeah, yeah, yeah. when you come yeah. home and just wagging my tail. Oh, now you're ready to play. Dude, a lot of car guys got it fucked up, man. Sure. And I had it sure. fucked up too. Sure, sure. And I can speak from that experience. It's just you, you'll hit that road one day. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you're hitting right now. Mm-hmm. I know that I hit it, dude. And I'm glad that it happened to me early in my career early in my 20s so i was prepared for when i met my wife yeah yeah yeah. and i seen the value that she brought to me and i realized that if i want this to become something i have to i have to let my guard down i have to stop being that guy yeah 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 who lives on the proverbial top of the mountain and yeah, is yeah. if you want to be with me you got to do this this and this yeah, yeah but what am i doing for them yeah you know so it's it's life bro it's yeah. it, and, and you're really lucky to learn this lesson now early in your 20s yeah because this is the, your 20s are basically like a wash that's yeah. how i feel the, you, i agree you totally try agree. anything that you want you know i'm gonna move to europe and i'm gonna fit i'm gonna sell bread out there yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah figure it out but oh, yeah. once you get to your 30s that's like okay cool game on i've done all the dumb shit that i needed to yeah, yeah. and now it's just like fine tweaking it yeah, yeah so yeah. It, it's i agree it's good to run into these 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 lessons man no absolutely it's a beautiful thing honestly like um that's why i say like failure is an option right like i wouldn't learn um oh i think it, i put it on instagram like I, i'd rather fail and learn than be right because you learn nothing when you're right if you're the best you can't get better yeah right and i always thought that before but i lost it um uh like oh man it's it's been a beautiful experience the last three weeks like honestly i can't i can't like stress it enough um being busy is fun for me right uh Seems like you got a good team to uh, to fall back on. It yeah. seems like you got a really good group of friends from the outside looking yeah. in. You know, it seems like you guys, especially TJ, it seems like you guys been there from the beginning and, and he has your back, you know, and it's always good to have that. But when you live life like this is my world, you're living in it like I was, that, that really just didn't apply to 
my girlfriends mm-hmm. it applied to friends as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. you know it, it took me a long time to figure out the value to put it together of friends yeah, yeah. and still to this day i'm trying to figure it out like the, i don't have friends yeah. from varsity blues like yeah, that yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah yeah like it's and and that's something that i uh i admire you guys for man just to have somebody that you've spent your early years with and then your growth and growing together yeah. that's like extremely valuable especially in times like this when you yeah. need friends around yeah like it, it's crazy like how many stories i hear of people figuring out that their friend group is not the right friend group and it's a scary thing to step out of that comfort of your friends and finding a new group and i understand that i'm i'm again privileged that i didn't have to do that because um tj kevin evan um hunter all my friends right like they're making something of themselves, right? Whether it's working for themselves or working for someone else, right? It doesn't matter. Um, they're, everyone that we've stayed with, which is probably like 80% of our high school group, yeah, have, have fed off of each other, have had fed off of each other's energy to continue to be the best in what we want to be, right? Our best self, right? And... I, I thank everyone and that's why again I want to give back like um, and and I like what you said about you're still learning right yeah it's always still a battle it's always still learning and that's the beauty of it that's the fun of it yeah I think. definitely man I look back at the beginning of 2019 and good thing now we have technology where we could watch videos and see pictures and things like that so I'm a very visual person and I can actually time travel into those times where we were at you know smell taste hearing i can i can go back to that moment and i can remember where i was at that time and early 2019 that was when my journey started and i started to change and to develop into uh, um, a more caring more positive type of person because of things that i've went through you know the years before and um just looking back at that now at that time i thought that you know i was at the pinnacle so naturally beginning of 2020 <laughs> and the end of 2020 i'm definitely going to be a better version of myself the, till then yeah yeah you know but i'm not looking f- towards you know december 31st of 2020 mm-hmm. i'm excited for the entire journey mm-hmm. because that's where my experiences lie you mm-hmm. know that's that's where my memories live at Mm -hmm. they don't live at that okay now i'm here the business is this big this is this this is that i've got this kind of things it's not about that it's about going through the steps yeah and it takes a long time to to put value in that i spent so many of my past experiences not focused on the experience itself yeah just on not even understanding what's happening yeah. at that time yeah. taking not taking time to realize that yo this is something you should probably be present yeah, at, yeah. you know so um i watched a couple things so gary v puts it well um he said like if you I, and i told this to trizzy i relate it um he's only 16 i'm like dude enjoy your life if yeah. you just if you want to go hang out with your girlfriend, if you want to hang out with family, you want to hang out with friends, you got a lot of time, dog. Just 
just know like you're doing it because you want to and whatever the more things you do you're just making each of them take a little more time right you want to grow your business it'll just take a little more time yeah no big deal yeah right you enjoy your family enjoy your friends and you're doing it because you enjoy it not because you're afraid of doing the other things right it just take a little more time and like i want people to enjoy i could have said no to this trip to yeah. work but the memories we had this weekend were on like what's the word priceless yeah priceless absolutely priceless right i have polaroids that i don't have on me but <laughs> um it was beautiful and i wouldn't have had that if i decided hey this is i don't want to nurture friends right yeah um, but you also and i understand i understood i want to hang out with friends and i understood that this stuff here will take two days longer yeah and i was like that's totally fine i could spare two days yeah right and um another thing was um i can't remember the video and i can't remember what was said exactly but a lot of people forget oh it was casey neistat it okay. was casey neistat one of his newest videos he's he talks about his his time and how his ambitions versus um memories uh like ratio out as time goes on right so um humans the human brain and time scale works logarithmically right if you're one if you're five years old one year is a lot of time yeah you're that's a fifth of your life Right, but by the time you get to sixty, it's the sixtieth of your life. Yeah, and the years start to mesh. That's yeah. why people are like, "Damn, where where did the time go?" Yeah, right. And it just accelerates because your scale of time each year is like less valuable. Yeah, the, there's a term for that. I'm not sure the actual term. I think it's like time vacuum something something I, yeah because i've heard that before and that made so much sense to me and it's just me i'm gonna be 35 this year uh -huh. like each year is like a 35th of my life exactly. but the way that i i like to think about it is from you know zero to ten you that kind of doesn't even really count because how sure. many memories do you really remember in that span of time sure so i feel like the older you get the more you're able to to hold on to memories uh -huh. even in my 20s you know like i was saying i wasn't present in those times i sure. wasn't i wasn't actively saying like this is going to be something that i'm going to remember uh -huh. i was just living it sure so I feel from you know 30 to 40 in those 10 years, I'm gonna be able to experience so many more things than I had from you know birth to 30. Sure. Because now I have the capability, now I have the tools oh, sure. to actually remember it, okay. to be in the moment and okay. not just to be like growing. Okay. You know, because from, from if you're 60 years old, 30 to 60 is going to be way more valuable sure. than birth to 30 because I think that you just have a lot more tools. Okay. I'm going to argue against that real quick. So um, I think every year is valuable. Okay. So though you don't remember, it doesn't matter. Your, your subconscious remembers it, right? So um, I, it, it's funny because memories of, the tendency is that memories from your younger years are usually bad memories. Something that something bad happened, 
um, you'll remember it. Mm -hmm. Reason being is the hypothesis is um, the brain remembers bad things more easily due to our survival mechanisms, right? Oh, you touch that thing. Don't touch that again because it was hot. Yeah. Right. That sort of thing. So, but the, my, so let's say I turn 60 right now, right? I would still hold value to my one to 10 because yeah. that, that one to 10 taught me um, a discipline of not having stuff and refraining from buying stuff. That's what it was instilled on me from 10 to 20. I learned um, about pragmatism. I learned about um, Buddhism. I learned about all that kind of stuff. I learned about friendships and um, how close friends were. I, but again, I'm like an example of like every, like a lot of things going right. Yeah. Right. But for those who didn't go right, they still remember those bad times and they shape themselves. Like you wouldn't have been that asshole if it weren't for past things, yeah. past experiences that were probably ego building, something like that. Right. For me, it was ego building. Everybody loved me. And it didn't really help me to grow as a person because I thought I was the best. Yeah. Right. Um, but I learned from it because I had the time and resources. Right. But I do agree with you wholly that from from late 20s to 40 to 50 is super valuable because that's when you start to cherish things. Your time is accelerating. You're starting to remember more. You start yeah. using um, technology. We're lucky right to hold on to those memories those beautiful memories and because because of those early years that you learned you're like shit now i know what i'm gonna do yeah and now i'm gonna hold on to the things that i fucking care about right and that's and that's where i think um a lot of people get lost they get lost in their time they forget like like you're saying like from i would say 20 to like 40 or even 50 because entrepreneurs tend to be like really old because they don't figure it out until their midlife crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So have a quarter-life crisis. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Have a quarter-life crisis. Figure it out now. Because um, it worked out for me and it worked out for you. Yeah. Right? So, But we're still learning. Caveat. But so um, the people that are between 20 and 40 are like losing that idea of the present, right? They're, they're looking really far ahead, trying yeah. to push really hard, right? Like, um, and I'm trying to manage this in my own head, right? That's why I went to Bear this weekend. I could have just stayed home, spent, spent the two days to work hard, but like w those memories that you will cherish now are so valuable, like you said, yeah. later on right? It's so important to have um, that social interaction, right? I, I studied um, psychology as my first major. And it was like, I, I, I love human interaction. I don't fear it at all. That's why I love public speaking. I love approaching people. I love approaching women. I love like, like, I always get hosed for it by my friends. Like, you're so loud. Or like, why did you walk up to that random group? And due to it's ironic because due to them, I have the confidence to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they gave me the ego to be able to um, be sociable. Right. I'm yeah. I, the first time I met Tony. Like I don't know his job description 
officially, but he's like big boss man of Maguire's. He was okay. one of the big boss mans. And I just said like, fuck you, Tony. The first time I met him. <laughs> right? Right? And big boss man. And what did right? TJ say? <gasps> no, TJ what? didn't do it. He, was, he just rolled his eyes like, fucking Calvin. What the fuck are you doing? And I'm... And, and that's where I learned. Oh shit! This is why I was a psychology major. I I love that interaction because my goal when meeting someone for the first time is never. They're never new. Yeah. I'm gonna use my memes. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna ch- hit them with inside jokes. Yeah. Because if they care to learn, if they care to be about the group, they'll figure it out. People yeah. are smart. They're not dumb, right? But if you don't want to be a part of it, that's fine. I have a lot of friends. I don't. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. But my goal is to come in hot as Calvin because you're getting what you're going to get, right? You're going to get me. This is going to come up sooner or later. So why not now? And if you subscribe to it, then all the more power. We're going to have fun right away. Yeah. Right. Um, my favorite thing is to say, like, um, someone asks for my name or they give me their name. And I tell them, don't remember my name. Don't remember it. I'm not going to remember yours. But if I earned you, if I earned your remembrance, then that's a pro- the appropriate time to remember my name. If I did not make an impression on you, if I was awful to you, yeah. don't remember my name because it's not it's pointless, right? Yeah, I think we put a lot of weight in names. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, just being in the industry, you meet so many people. And nowadays, I don't even say nice to meet you. I say, hey, man, good to see you, you know. And then with the conversation, it will come out if we've met before, if we've had an interaction. But realistically, if we don't have a valuable interaction, meaning there wasn't, you know, any any sort of jokes, we didn't go somewhere, yeah. or we didn't do anything. N- nothing memorable. How am I going to remember it? Exactly. Right? Because it's easy for you to remember me. And I don't want to sound no, cocky, but the same no, thing no, as you. Same, same. They watch you on, t- on YouTube. They watch you on Twitch. So when they see you, they feel like they know you. I don't have that capability of knowing this person, and yes. I wish that I did. Yeah. I wish every single person I met I wish we had a past and I wish we had inside jokes yeah. and I wish that we had memories together. But the reality of it is it we happen. don't. We don't. Until it gets to that point. Yeah. And I've had so many people to this day that I call really good friends that I can just call them right now if I needed something. Yeah, yeah. And before they were just customers, people that yeah. I just met at the booth. Yeah. And then one interaction turned into two. And then the next time I see yeah. that person yeah. and then keep going and keep going. And, and now they're just like some, some of my greatest friends in the industry and yeah, it just yeah. grows from that. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I totally get what you mean, man. And yeah. I, I never want to make somebody feel like they're not important, Yeah. but it's, it's hard to get to that next level yeah. because dude, my brain's dying, bro. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on in there, but I can only remember like yeah, no, that's last, what, last month. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Right. So, um, a lot of people don't think this way. And this is why I value my pragmatism. I still use it, but only when it calls for, yeah. I know the tools that are necessary for certain situations that I'm practicing to use emotion more, but my pragmatism taught, taught me that, um, hold up. I lost it. It's there, bro. It's in the jar. What were we talking about? <laughs> this is terrible. Um, like 
people uh, remembering uh, uh, some, us making memories with people and names and how names don't mean shit and how nobody ever even wanted their name, but they were just given to them. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and now I'm Frank because my parents just said that I'm Frank. No, I lost it. I lost it, man. It's all good, man. It's in there somewhere. It's a, It'll come up. Um, but yeah it's uh i'm I'm sure you meet a lot of people and um it's it's hard to uh to remember them and to build absolutely even with us you know we've met a few times yeah, but it kind of just but it was took just those, like a, hey what's up bud yeah like, high five uh, but it took those weird times I, the yeah. last time i seen you was in uh the restroom at luxor <laughs> well, yeah that was such a cool like dude did you come from the thing yeah man that was like those interactions right it, it 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 helps establish the person but it doesn't warrant um like substantial memory like i'm not trying to be an asshole yeah right? definitely right and my oh okay i got it so my pragmatism allowed me to see like i'm not trying to be mean yeah i'm just trying to be real yeah okay i'm trying to be as real as possible so that we go into this knowing what's going on so like out those interactions don't warrant a substantial memory objectively yeah right but that doesn't stop the fact that we'll be here together to create a memory again yeah. right that is what i shoot for that's what i shoot for like in the first meeting like i want to impress on someone because they need to know what they're getting themselves into right and tj knows and he rolls his eyes every time i walk into a room because it, it, it it's heck i'm hectic yeah i'm hectic so like um an example is it was my friend uh, uh victoria's birthday a week ago and my the people that i know sat on the right side of the table victoria kevin um my brother right i sat on the left side mm -hmm. i dive into the deep end mm -hmm. that's what i learned um from my social interactions right i used to approach old people i used to approach young people i learn a lot so i sit on that table and i'm loud like you you my presence is there mm -hmm. and i i love that about myself and like i want to impress because i want to earn the inside joke right i want to give out my inside jokes and i want to earn theirs right I don't like people, again, feeling like they're not a part of the group because you are, yeah. right? If you're introduced to me, you're of substance and I'm going to, I'm going to not allow. That's a terrible way of putting it. I'm going to share my life experience because I, I've been there. I've been the new kid and I didn't want to feel that way again. So as a tangent, I, I, I love telling the story. So as a tangent, first day of middle school, because we moved a lot, right? Because we moved from Florida. Oh, we moved from Philadelphia to the Philippines, the Philippines to Florida, Florida to San Diego, uh, National City. When did you end up in California? When I was like five years old, okay. five okay. or six. So um, we moved a lot. So we went, to, we went to National City, then we went to Temecula, and then okay. we went to San Diego, right? So I was a new kid a lot. And my brother was young, so he, by the time he was five, or by the time he was growing up with friends, he already had, we were already living in San Diego, one place established, 
So I had to fend for myself as I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hated feeling like the new kid. Mm-hmm. And kudos to younger me. He was just like, send it, bro. Fucking send it. So middle school, first day, um, sixth grade, no, no one. I walk into the classroom. The first thing I say, I point. I'm going to make all of you my friends. <laughs> all of you. And funny enough, I was put next to this uh, kid. His mm-hmm. name's, uh, I don't know if it's Connor or Cameron. I don't remember. They're twins. Yeah. But let's say it's Cameron. So Cameron Tour. It was probably Connor Tour because he was always the stoic one. Yeah. So I sat, He uh, Miss uh, Valentine put me next to Connor. And um, I didn't know this at the time, but I became friends with Connor. And I learned of his stoicism. And he was probably the worst person I could sit next to. Yeah. Connor is like the guard dog of all the friends. Like he's he's like the like the 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 gatekeeper. And I was put next to him. Yeah. And um he told me years later that he 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 when that happened he looked at me and was like, "Who the fuck is this kid yeah. coming into our school saying shit like that?" Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely so, wants to be friends. Who <laughs> yeah. the fuck wants to be friends? Yeah, but <laughs> but like it, it was like middle school is like the the little turfs and cliques oh, yeah. and stuff. So, um, I was put next to him, and I befriended him. Yeah, and it was a beautiful moment because that was my that was my um swan song. That was my childhood like i'm just gonna send it and i i try to live up to that calvin right i try to live up to that kid that kid literally doesn't give a fuck about anything right and he's just out there to enjoy life and interact i live up i try to be him yeah right um but the story goes like after that um i became friends with everyone like i did it yeah job done so um now do you think that's the only way to achieve that do you think that you would um maybe put off some people who aren't that uh receptible to like such a in your face oh sure relationship so um it's worked out for me pretty good so far because um uh, I'll explain it in a second, but to answer your question, it's like uh, 
I don't. I think it is a lot to deal with. I agree, right? Dealing with someone like me is a lot, right? But I don't think it's the only way to go about it. There's、mm -hmm. nothing wrong with being an introvert, right? There's nothing wrong with that because you still create beautiful, long-lasting relationships between humans,、mm -hmm. and、um, it's just another way to go about it. I think. I think the thing in common between myself and someone that doesn't do what I do is that. Longing or looking for that meaningful relationship, because at the end of the day, that's what we're looking、yeah. for, right? It doesn't matter how you go about it. If you want to slowly introduce yourself and work towards something like that, that's totally fine. Yeah, and I think that's beautiful. I think that works. That'll work just as well as like going in hot like a meteor, right? Because at the end of the day, if If someone wants to subscribe to your idea, they will. If they don't, you move on to the next person. It's simple, right? So,、um, recently, I've been trying to work on、um, my game.、Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. The, I already don't. I don't fear rejection from friends and people I know, but strangers, I fe I fear a little bit,、mm -hmm. especially women. I, I fear that because I didn't learn that. I haven't. Gone through that, yeah, right. But I, I told Sabrina, my goal is to get rejected a lot.、Yeah. And by this time,、um, June, that I will be desensitized, and only the only thing that I want from conversations that I approach are the enjoyment of the conversation. Yeah, I don't care about the result, right? Like the fear of being rejected. Is a wall of not getting to the fun, right? Like you're, oh, I, I don't want to approach a woman or a man, or、um, just just the fear of them being an asshole、yeah. is enough to like stop people from having fun, right? Because I find a lot of fun in interaction. Like on the ski lift,、um, I just tapped this. He was wearing a dinosaur onesie. <laughs> I was like, this guy's interesting. So I tap him on the shoulder, and I'm like, "Hey, that's a nice backpack. I should have brought mine because he had a Camelback." Yeah. Right. And that's how I started the conversation. He was like, "Yeah, dude." And it it, it evolved into him telling a story of like how he's a, a beast. He does like tree runs. He goes to Mammoth all the time. Right. He taught me a couple pointers, and he he was basically like, "Okay, dude." And I, I wasn't doing this beforehand. I wasn't trying to. He's like, "You just gotta." Send it, dude. You got to get some speed and throw your hips out.、Yeah. I was like, okay. And then he went off to the right, and I went off to the left, and I went down the mountain. I was like, here we go. And I, <laughs> I, I scream. I'm like, ah! And I throw <laughs> my my body across, and I I stop. And I'm、yeah. like, oh my god, he was right. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't have learned that because TJ and everyone else was having fun, and they don't. Um, I I didn't want to bother them. Right.、Yeah. I was gonna figure it out. Right, my brother was with me, but he was a novice as well. First time for him as well.、Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't have learned that if I didn't just tap this dude with a dinosaur costume on, like no helmet and like only oh he had like his speaker playing really loud and shit, sipping on his water, and I'm like, wow, that was fun. That interaction was fun. Do you find yourself separating from from groups and doing your own thing or trying to discover your own thing a lot? Um, yeah, so. Um, it depends. I try not to be comfortable, right? So, 
there there are aspects in my life where I'm um, desensitized to being uncomfortable, like jumping into a conversation with um, with someone that I don't see as a um, for lack of a better term, like a sexual like context, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't see them as a threat, I'm not afraid to jump in, right? That being a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. depending on who. Like in a classroom setting, no one's a threat. I literally just when it, when the teacher says group up, I find the prettiest girls and I try to group up with them, and it worked every time. Yeah, but I didn't see them as a threat because I wasn't, I didn't want it that way. Right, but I I'm desensitized to that. And to answer your question, do I find myself breaking off? It depends, right? Why would I break off from friends um, if the point of us is to hang out, right? But if my friends were like doing something already and they were they wanted to like see me go into something, right? Then I'll just here we go. I count to three. That's my rule. I mm-hmm. count to three. If I if I don't move on on one, I don't deserve that. Yeah. I don't deserve it at all. Like whatever interaction, I don't deserve it. I failed, so I'll try again next time. Right. So, like I break. The only time I break off is when um, I get the social cues of it's all right. Right. Um, if if the point is us um, hanging out, then no. But if the situation calls for it then sure. Like the dinner thing, right? I know my friends. They're going to eat and they're going to talk about whatever, but there were new people on the other side of the table. Yeah. So I ditch my friends. I can always go over there, show some value by interacting with my friends and them coming to me and me portraying my value again, right? My social value. Um, it, it, it depends. Like, But um, again, it uh, if I if I feel like I would have fun jumping into an interaction and entertain my friends, that's more the reason to do it, right? Yeah. When's the uh, the last time that you had fun, or what do you do that's actual fun? Um, what do you mean by that? Like things, like activities and stuff. Just when you're in the moment and you realize, wow, I'm having fun. Oh, when I'm laughing. Right oh, so like like right now, I'm having so much fun. I love conversation. I love telling people my story and I love hearing other people's story. And um, it's always, always fun interacting. So it doesn't matter who it is, friends or strangers. I find myself, if I'm laughing, I laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, And I'm not easy to make laugh, but I laugh a lot. So if you make me laugh, it's, I'm already your friend. It's done. It's sealed. Yeah. Make me laugh. It's great. Right. Um, and you continue to do that. It's like, because the way that I see laughter is I, I, I saw a really great hypothesis on it. Um, I think it was Veritasium, but he was like, why do babies laugh? Why do we laugh? Cause they don't have to work. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have responsibility. <laughs> Fair enough. So you get but... to wipe their ass and feed them and they get to nap all day. Must, must be nice. I'll be laughing all day, bro. <laughs> Give me an iPad too. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Shit, Candy Crush on that shit all day. It's lip being a baby. Yeah, so <laughs> no, the, I feel you. The, the baby, the baby hypothesis is that um, they laugh every time they learn something new. Mm. 
That's why jokes are always the funniest the first time you hear it. Hmm. It's absolutely new to them. Like, oh, when you do the peekaboo, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, oh shit, you disappeared, bro. Where'd you go? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or you pull out like, uh, like you do a coin trick and it disappears. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Right. And it's that bewilderment that makes them laugh. And yeah. and I appreciate that wholly. You make me laugh. You taught me something new. Whether it's information. Right, I laugh at a lot. Like, let's say you taught me something about uh, like coding, and I couldn't figure that out. I'll laugh really loud, really, like, like super loud. Like in TJ again, TJ rolls his eyes every time. He he, <laughs> he he gets really upset whenever I'm being loud, but um, everyone does. Um, I don't care though. But uh, it, it's because someone taught me something. So like talking to Reno was like a great time. Mm-hmm. Reno knows a shit ton of things reno reno from uh, accuare oh that's a dope name yeah shout out to reno shout out to reno <laughs> my boy right so talking to reno and it, it and it makes people smile like even a smile is like a laugh in yeah. a way right so it makes people smile when i have that bewilderment and I'm, it's genuine right you teach me something and i'll laugh really loud or smile really big because i appreciate you teaching me something yeah i'm i've always been a lifelong learner and i've always prided on myself on the fact that i want to learn more than get the grade that's why i kind of failed well, one because i was lazy and didn't want to do the work but i took away a lot from every class like i hate when people say when will i ever use this i'm like motherfucker you could use it right now yeah right you could go walk out talk to someone like like i when will i ever have a conversation about um physiology and anatomy a lot surprisingly right you would think hey that seems like a lot of bullshit about the human body but think about it a lot of people talk about diets a lot of people talk about working out yeah and you have that inside information of how physiologically it works you could be like oh Yo, your calcium gates are opening. You need more calcium. You feel weak. You need to eat whatever, yeah. right? So it's wholly improper to say that the information you're learning is useless. Because if you enjoy conversation, you need this information. Yeah. I, I find that a lot. Uh, sometimes I'll just be talking with my wife and just bring up like some stupid fact that nobody should even know. <laughs> yeah. It's like... How do you know that? I'm like, I don't know, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, yeah. No, no, it's 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 huge. Like it it that think back. Like everybody that's listening, think back. The last time you busted out a fun fact, how many smiles did you get? Hell yeah. It it's great because you're teaching people something and it feels good to say to feel that social acceptance, that social like happiness. Like, I'd live for that shit. That's why I said fuck you to Tony. Because I know that he would be okay with that. Uh Right? I I come in fast and hard, but I'm not... I'm not... um, Ill-informed, right? If I I see a green light, I don't hesitate to go for it. Got you. Right? So, like, um, the fastest way... Pro tip, if someone likes to cuss, fastest way to make friends is to start cussing. Okay? Fastest way. Absolutely proven... By me. <laughs> by me. Hundreds of thousands of times. Okay. <laughs> Anecdotally by me. Okay. So that that I, I picked up on that and I went for it and it worked. Yeah. Right? Because 
what do you do with your friends? If you cuss a lot, what do you do with your friends? They literally say something dumb. You say, fuck you, dude. That was dumb. Yeah. Right? But you all laugh about it. So, um, I, I, that's, that is what I live for. That's what I live for. Making people feel included, feeling loved and laughing together and creating that bond. Right. Um, social status to me doesn't mean anything. Um, well, it does if I'm pursuing, right? So, like, yeah. if I was pursuing Maguire's, I'd probably be a little more respectful, right? Which I was respectful, but understanding their position, right? But I would be... I, I, that's what I'm trying to condition out right now, right? So, um, I'm trying to make everyone feel equal, right? Yeah. Because we're all humans, right? I, I it, it, makes me, it makes me sad that I get... Um, idolized sometimes mm-hmm. and i and i have to humble them sometimes and sometimes it's not good like not very nice like um so give an example if you can i'm trying to think of one so um people come up to me oh i've had i have i've had a couple people say to me like oh you're supposed to be here to sign my shit and i'm like the fuck yeah really and i'm like no I'm not gonna say shit. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm really rude hmm. sometimes, but it's funny most of the time. No, I mean that they they approached you. Yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it wasn't like super rude. They gotcha. were they were nervous, and it was, um, it it sounded like they couldn't figure out what to say, so they said something like mm, that. They got yeah. defensive, and I was like, "No, man, I'm not. No, I'm human, dog. Yeah. Look at me. I need to go take a shit right now. Okay." <laughs> So give or like, or like someone. Oh yeah, that, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. Like I'm gonna go use the bathroom. Yeah. And they're like, can we take a picture? I'm like, dog, I gotta pee. I'm human. I gotta pee. I gotta take a shit. Yeah. Give me a second. Don't follow me in there because I'll say no. Right. Um, but I I love I love telling people that I'm human or showing them that I am because there's a huge disconnect. The, yeah. the celebrity culture. There's a huge disconnect. Right. So they don't see celebrities as humans anymore. They see them as like this this thing to look at. Yeah. Right? Like it, not necessarily an object, but like an object of praise or something like that. Right? It's like they forget that they do the same same things as you do. Right? Yeah. Like and it kind of it doesn't suck, right? I, I appreciate my fans and I try to be nice. But it's always interesting to see their face when I remind them that I'm human. They're like, oh, you have to poop. <laughs> do you feel like um, that's maybe one of the reasons why you want to do uh, streaming and Twitch and things like that to give a more human element to you? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I didn't think of it that way. I, didn't, I haven't realized that that's similar, but I do say things along those lines, right? So um, I do... I love the live interaction, right? So if someone talks shit, you can't just ignore it or hi- you can't, you should ignore it. It depends what they say. But yeah. if someone talks shit, um, you have to be there. You have to be there and deal with it. Or if someone says something really nice, um, you can be there for that as well. Like I love when people come in and say that I've influenced them um, or inspired them. And I'm like, damn, that was worth it. That was so worth Like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I love the thank you economy from Gary V like giving out like cuz I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for them. If 
but at the same time i'm still human like don't get that wrong like i'm i'm here live and you're gonna have to deal with calvin there's like a, a lot of people a lot of brand new people that don't understand twitch too much yeah look at me and say why isn't he reading chat he should be reading chat and i look at oh them, really yeah and um the the people that tend to be in chat tell me or tell them hey man he's playing the game you can't deal with it gotcha. but if i catch it i'm like what are you doing here yeah can't you see i'm trying <laughs> to get a nuke in modern warfare <laughs> you think i can read chat while i'm trying to pay attention to that and they realize quickly i don't i i think they realize quickly because i don't see them say anything yeah. again right um I don't mean to discourage my chatters to not chat, but there is that that people forget that we're people. No, I get what you mean, dude, and that's why it's so good to have all these different type of communities. You know, my podcast community is completely different from my other social communities, and I love it, man. Nice. I'll have guests that come on here, and they're like, afterwards, like, damn, I don't know if I should have said that. I'm like, bro. Listen, the guys listening right here, they're not going to listen to two, three hours of podcasts to post up some shit and say, like, remember you said this? No, that's not my community. That's yeah. a community maybe other podcasters have, mm -hmm. you know, but not us, man. We, mm -hmm. we can say things. We can throw around ideas. And the people listening, they're the same way, mm -hmm. you know, so... I, I really enjoy that. You're, you're like cultivating your own community yeah, that yeah. you want to have. Yeah. And i i hope it never gets to that point sure. where i have to censor myself more than i would personally censor myself sure, sure. you know the things that i say i'm not just rambling shit off and yeah, just yeah. like cussing and yeah. dropping the n-bomb and yeah, yeah. saying whatever i'll say i know that my words have uh have a weight to them sure but i'm not saying disrespectful things that i i feel are disrespectful just yeah. to say them this yeah. is my ideas and yeah this episode i'm gonna probably change the way i think about things in a hundred episodes from mm -hmm. now but mm -hmm. people realize that they're along for the journey mm -hmm. so maybe that's what the twitch is this is your more uh your your community and just like how you want it to be rather than just hey everybody's invited this is my instagram yeah. i'm gonna be at this show anybody come like i don't want everybody yeah, to come sure. I, I want them to appreciate mm -hmm. what we're putting out there and to appreciate it it takes a long time you got to be invested in it yeah absolutely you know? there's a there's a beautiful video of uh, there's a explaining this particular japanese uh i think he's an animator right he is notorious for blocking people that mm -hmm. annoy him right you ask him how many people do you have blocked blocked um hey if you ask a repeat question, if you didn't go through his Twitter, he, and you ask a repeat question, blocked. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you ask him how his day is, blocked. Yeah. Right. He's notorious, and people have been trolling for years on to get on the block list. Yeah. It's like prestigious. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like a it's a beautiful video. So he goes to Japan, uh -huh. and meets the man, and, uh, he learns that he's actually like super nice guy he walked up to him and said how many people are on your block list and yeah. he pulls it up and here you go yeah and showed him and he was like shit and the realization of the video is that um he's just a nice guy he just he knows that it's his corner of the internet yeah right you come into my corner mm -hmm. 
you have to deal with my sh- like like you're here on my turf right if you want right like i'm not going to censor myself right more than you would already yeah but this is my corner i can do whatever i want in my corner you cut you walked into here if you want to be a part of this community you got to be um you got to be willing to 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 be a part of this community right i don't necessarily think that way but i think it's hilarious and i think it is it is a viable way of doing things but um i really i really adore that fact that he understands he doesn't want like everybody he doesn't want um specific people or not specific people but like a certain certain type that will just troll him right he doesn't want that and he can deal with it so he does he swiftly blocks you so i i do adore that idea i i utilize some of that right to to make people feel to make people understand that i'm human but i do want to instead of doing the whole blocking and i'd rather like you said cultivate right yeah try to um educate and hopefully have a thought right i don't i don't expect to change anyone but i want them to have a thought right rethink like all the experiences that we've done so far that teach us fuck you got to think about that do you ever feel um that you're misunderstood as a person absolutely not no absolutely not i think i'm i think i'm well spoken and i and i have conviction in my voice that i think i'm well understood i don't feel like um the only the only thing that i feel like is people not doing the same uh justice for me right i'm willing to wear my heart on my sleeve i'm mm-hmm. willing to answer your question only refraining if it's too deep right like really really deep i'm I have a really great quote from my younger self, right? I was hugging my friend and the yard duty came and tried to peel us apart. And she asked, uh, she was like, you can't, you can't be hugging like that. You can't be touching each other like that. Like, uh, and she said, and she asked me, what, don't you have personal space? And I, and I go, no, my personal space is right here. And I, and I gesture to my, to my skin, yeah. right? Like I have no personal space, right? I love interaction, right? If, if you step a bounds that I'm not comfortable with, I won't voice it, right? So um, at meets, people come up to me and give me a hug. I'm okay with that. But if yeah. someone like um, picks me up or something, I will be like, put me down. And I'll be stern. And I'm like, put me down. That's not okay. Don't mm-hmm. fucking do that, uh-huh. right? Go enjoy yourself, but don't fucking ever do that again, right? <laughs> so I have my bounds, yeah. right? But hugs, <laughs> hugs, high fives, like, I, I really appreciate when people ask, um, right? And that's respectful. Yeah. That's a respectful thing to do. But if you come up to me, just randomly hug, I'll say, hey, could you ask next, next time? Yeah. I'm not afraid to do something like that. I'm not afraid to say what I think is like... Um, important to do in, in like general social interaction right you have to get those cues you have to get the cues for touch yeah you have to get the cues for certain words right i wouldn't say fuck you to tony yeah if if i didn't get that cue right if if he was like an older gentleman not to say that he's not old he's super old <laughs> just kidding tony but um like if I did, if he was an older gentleman and he, like, or Japanese, right? 
I understand there's a culture there and I understand that you can't do that shit, right? So I, I've interacted with enough people to know that there's social cues, right? And maybe, and I, I misread a lot. Don't get me wrong. I misread a lot. So I go in and do my thing. And if I misread and I act and it doesn't work out well, I tone back, right? It's a, it's a constant like on off, right? Like I, I go full send either way because it, it, it gets me fast results and it, and it works for me. I don't, I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> Fucking, ah, yeet, let's go. No, I don't recommend that. Yeah. But it, I find the thrill and enjoy that. So that's what I do. Yeah. But I understand culture. I understand um, upbringings. I've interacted with enough people to know, okay, this is the cue. I'm going to go for it. We'll see what happens. We'll test the water. We, we might say shit underneath our breath. Yeah. See if they, they're like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> right? So like that, like I understand and I'm well-spoken and I'm not afraid to say what I need to say. Again, privileged because my friends encourage that. All throughout middle school, all throughout high school, all throughout elementary school, people said I was the shit and I, I, and they commended me for my ability to be confident and not care, right? That wouldn't happen. That this, this me wouldn't happen if they didn't say every time I did something outlandish like that, like going to a conversation hot, if I didn't get those laughs, if I, if they didn't say that I was funny right i wouldn't be doing it yeah but, but every time i did something they were like yeah keep doing it right so that's that's how class clowns are made right or um how um the the for lack of a better term antisocial people are made right they were discouraged from speaking right has um that ever led to any like anybody taking it very badly and maybe like a physical altercation? Um, no. Um, funny you say that because this weekend, uh -huh. um, I was a beginner, so I almost slid into someone, so he had to stop hard, and mm -hmm. I had to stop hard. And uh, his girlfriend ran into him slightly, and she got a little hurt. She said mm -hmm. it fucking hurt. Um, but like not, like you know how you like land on your hand, and it's like, ah, fuck, that hurt. Yeah but not like something like seriously hurt. Yeah. So I said, Hey man, I'm sorry, dude. Sorry for that. Like I'm a beginner. Like, and he was like, you're sorry. doesn't mean shit. Hmm. And, and I was like, okay, I've, I'm your, he, so the social cue that I got is I looked at him. He was a taller, probably six, four, mm -hmm. six, two guy, skinny though, mm -hmm. like hundred, 50 pounds, mm. but 6'2", 150 pounds is like super skinny. So super skinny, look like a skater dude. He said, you're, you're sorry doesn't mean shit very quietly. So I pegged him, beta male, fuck you. Gotcha. So I was like, I was like, um, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Take my sorry and shove it. Get out of my face. Ooh. Right? And he didn't do shit because gotcha. I because I got those cues. Yeah. Right. I, I could have. That was a risk. Yeah. Of course. Definitely. Definitely a risk because he's taller than me and could probably squish me. Right? Yeah. Easy. But I I took some social cues that I've learned and I applied it and I kind of just said it sternly, looked him in the eye, saying it, and I walked away. I love it. Right. Um. I regret not saying I'm sorry to his girlfriend because she's the one that yeah. got hurt. 
I regret because, but the heat of the moment, I, f I wasn't thinking about that. Definitely. But in hindsight, I, I would have done it. Now, next time, if that were to happen again, I would apologize to the other person. But um, has my has my personality gone to a physical altercation? No, because I'm not dumb. Mm -hmm. um, that example was I pegged this guy as a beta male. Um, that's a meme term. Yeah. I don't I don't mean it like like seriously, but as a meme, he, he looked like a beta male, and I was like, I can I can get away with this. But if there if and the situation right, he's bound to his snowboard. Right, he's on the floor. He's flustered. Yeah. Right. I'm picking up all of these things and I'm acting accordingly. But if I were standing in like a parking lot and he's like, his reach, like close to my face, like I probably wouldn't say that. Yeah. But I would say something lighter, like not fuck you, because that's like those are fighting words. Yeah. Right. But, um, it it it, it depends, like. To, but to answer your question, no, uh -huh. because I'm not dumb. Got you. Is, but you're aware of it, though. I'm, I'm totally aware. I'm good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm well aware of my size. I'm well aware of my um, capabilities, and I'm not a fighter. Yeah. Right? Um, I know if I had to get in a fight, I would kick someone's knee out yeah. really hard and just run grab away. the balls, bro. <laughs> just, <laughs> dude, reach in and just grab, reach the in, grab the ball. That's too close. And then you That's gotta just scream like. Bruce Lee just in the air. That dude will freak out, bro. I'm telling you, you just gotta wash your hands after. That's about. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> just no, but I feel you, dude. Um, I mean, I, I just say that because it's bound to happen one oh, day sure. that you're Absolutely. you're gonna I have an interaction with somebody. Yeah. You misread it completely wrong, and most people are gonna just not say anything, yeah. but in their head and be like, "Oh, what's up with this dude?" Yeah. But there could be that one person. But as long as you can read those signs, yeah. and a lot of people can't read those things, sure. you know, especially somebody that that is more loud and and on the more outgoing side of things, it's not very common where they they're they're present in in their understanding of what they're doing as you are, mm -hmm. you know. A lot of people will just say something and. Mm -hmm. In their head, they don't connect that, yo, maybe this person is not the person to say those things too. Absolutely. But also, just so we know, I avoid those situations. Yeah. I avoid them. Definitely. Right? That 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 interaction between that guy on the on the slope was like hasn't happened in a very long time. Right? You, yeah. It, it happens though. It you, happens. You'll... But like I avoid those situations yeah. as much as possible. And I'm I'm not very good at it. I'm practicing, but I'm pretty, I'm like, okay at negotiating. Right. So if it elevates, I negotiate down. Gotcha. Right. Because that's, I know my tool is my voice, my conviction and the way that I deliver it and the way that I sound, I can, I work to that. Yeah. So like I, I use my voice. I don't use my fist cause I can't. Gotcha. Right. I, I, can relate to that and i totally understand that i have that other part of me that i really need to control but when instances are happening happening so quick like that mm -hmm. sometimes i just gotta grab myself in the brain and be like yo chill <laughs> chill back chill up. the fuck out yeah, yeah. for a sec you yeah. know but <sighs> just hope it never gets to yeah, that point yeah absolutely yeah. i hope not to that's why i avoid it yeah that's why i avoid it but that that situation had mm -hmm. like 
all like, it just worked it, i mean that worked. that dude he I, I understand it he was upset because it's his no, girl but i mean yeah. accidents are accidents yeah, dude and if and if you didn't approach it that way if you were like if you didn't say anything yeah dude that takes me from zero to ten yeah quickly yeah anybody that that's that i feel is disrespecting me that's yeah. that's the person that i yo chill chill yeah, inside yeah, yeah, you know yeah. this dude didn't know but for you to be respectful about him for him yeah to to not take your apology or to, oh it's it's all right dude you know that that changes yeah. things so so quickly like i was watching a video um on world star and you know you see those videos all the time where a bike is is riding and the car pulls out and they crash or almost crash and just the tempers are flaring but this instance happened and the car pulled out and didn't see the motorcycle he pulls to the side and he comes out he's like oh my god i'm so sorry man and both of them were almost emotional because they they were at the level like i didn't mean to do that i'm so sorry yeah. you know and of course the biker is feeling like yo you should have been watching where the fuck you're going you know but mm. for him to to just see that person and see how how they felt in their eyes mm -hmm. you know like dude this dude he almost killed me, but he knows that he almost killed me and he yeah. didn't try to. Like, yeah. There's a lot of value I agree with in that. that too. Yeah, like um, that. that's kind of what set me off, right? Like I was very apologetic. As soon as it happened, very apologetic. Yeah. Like saying it to both of them, like uh, in general, and for him to just look me in the eye and yeah. say, doesn't mean shit, dude. I was like, you know what? Whatever, fuck you then. Yeah, fuck you, Snow dude. No bitch. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, right? Like you should have been fucking looking where you're going because you know I'm. I'm just like trying to. I'm coming at this wall. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to stop before this wall. That's all I can. I can't. I can't see yeah. anything. I, I have no peripheral vision. Tell your bitch to snowboard yeah. better. Yeah. Get yeah, out of the way. <laughs> no, that's how things yeah. escalate a lot yeah. quicker. So let's go back to 2015 man sure. what did life look like for you back in 2015 and what does it look like I, now i don't know i don't usually i don't i'm not very good at um looking back particularly because i think um nothing really exciting happened i was just again lazy or some shit but i do remember I don't know if it was 2015, but I do remember looking at your hardware. I was trying to find hardware for my, really? for my kit. <laughs> yeah, for my uh, rally backer kit. Funny story how I got rally backer um, to help me out. Yeah. I was just like, I really like this kit. So I DM someone that had it and it was a distributor. Oh, cool. And I was like, hey, I was like, hey, man, I like that shit. I like your, I like your kit. Yeah. Where'd you get it? And he was like, oh, I'm a distributor. And he was like, uh, do you want me do you want to work together and i'm like sure hell yeah send send it and then yeah. we worked out how to do it and now i got my rally backer kit on my brz and then i was looking for hardware and i came upon i was just looking at beauty hard i didn't know i didn't know it was called beauty hardware yeah okay i was like hardware for body kits and i was and then i ended up on beauty hardware and i clicked on yours and i'm like shit that's sick yeah but the reason why i didn't get it is because you were sold out on the on the or you didn't i don't know if you're sold out or you just didn't have it the the multicolor like the colored like not the volcano one but like the the, the yeah, yeah the low profile the low profile yeah. like just a little bevel yeah you were out of the i tried to get black i think and uh -huh. you only had silver so i was like shit um, yeah i'll find something else and then i don't know years later uh eric tells us about you and I don't know how the conversation started, but you're like, "Hey, man, let's get some, let's get some 
downstar on your car yeah i actually ended up uh, i saw the the order come in from tj and uh, i had somebody dm me and he's like oh congratulations for being on tj hunt and i'm like oh what's that so you know this was very early this was actually i was looking at the date that video got released the 27th of january 2017 mm. so it was around then yeah yeah, yeah okay so i uh i didn't know but my idea towards YouTubers isn't the same as most people sure. my age. I was sure, sure, sure. I was very um, accepting of it. So yeah. when I checked out the channel, I could see it was something serious. So I knew that there was a lot of value in that that he provided to me for free because he bought the stuff. He didn't even ask me for it. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to him and said, hey, you need anything else from here on? Just let me know. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, it's been awesome yeah ever no, since I mean, then that yeah it's crazy like i was like when tj when when you sent that to tj and he was like hey we got downstar as a as a helping hand as a um as a partner right i was like fuck what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck i was looking at that shit <laughs> i was looking at that shit they're looking at that shit this is the shit that i was looking at it's crazy how it it's works crazy. dude Small world, you know dude. and it's if you don't put yourself in those uncomfortable situations like just cold calling a customer, mm -hmm. like it wouldn't be here. Yeah. I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know TJ. I wouldn't know Mickey. Yeah, you know. Uh, I wouldn't know Eric. It would just be a a totally different universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I'm not involved in, and I'm yeah. sure I would be aware of it yeah. as of now. You know, because yeah, yeah, I always yeah. try to keep my ear to the streets. Sure, sure. All the time. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it's just sometimes you just got to put yourself in that uncomfortable situation. I love and, how you say that. You know, and I love and. That. Either they could be douchebags or, or they could be fucking cool people. <laughs> yeah. we could, but you'll never know. You'll never know. Right. And we're, uh, it's it's about three years since we've been working together. And mm -hmm. it's cool, man. I, I love to see your guys' growth. Thank and you. it's exciting. It's exciting that yeah. the guys your age are able to take this lane and just develop it so yeah, quickly. It's so, it's so great. It's and so, so much fun, for sure. So let, let's get into that a little bit. Um, the business memes I, I was i have that written down <laughs> i love that shit um how how do you guys feel or how do you feel uh the older enthusiasts and how do you feel like you're received and do you feel like there's any um where's the disconnect at? okay okay so um i don't like cars mm -hmm. okay let's get that straight i don't like other people like i don't like car meets i don't like that shit it, i think it's you go to one car meet, you go to all of them. Right? Yeah. But don't get me wrong. The community is beautiful. Like that Carlsbad community before the cars and coffee there, before it got shut down, was a beautiful community. We were all hanging out and I, and I cherish those days. But um, um, to answer your question, TJ and I have always been of the mentality. We're here because we all like cars. We don't care your build. We have our opinions on your build. But we don't care about your build. Mm -hmm. Or I mean, we don't care what you do about your build, right? Yeah. If, if yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. do um, a slam van, yeah. a, a Lolo, donks, right? I don't, Hell yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't, or, or like a clean JDM car. I don't gotcha. care. Yeah. Right? It, it, it's because the thing that TJ and I agree most is it's the process of enjoying your car, right? With your community, right? Um, of course, I don't like, certain styles like i couldn't i couldn't own a like a 69 car or like 
a 20s car maybe 20s car those are cool but like a really like a really old car like those into like bel airs i can't get into that but i respect really? it i respect it wholly mm -hmm. right you love that shit love that shit right um and when someone asked me i'm like hey dude you just whatever do whatever you like what should you i'm like well, i don't know yeah do whatever you want right because you, only you will know what you like so the disconnect is with the people mm -hmm. right with the people that are entitled to their group so with the carlsbad thing the porsche guys yeah the 997s um the porsche guys were always not all of them but some of them were um snobs yeah. about their porsches and they wouldn't talk to anyone else that we don't just subscribe to but the people it, it the disconnect is like the people who don't see it as the passion they see it as their car and their group and that's just like a shitty thing with humans and that we can't really deal with mm -hmm. but we cultivate the people and that's that's how we did well in the beginning right that was our ideology like you like that we're gonna we're, we like that too mm -hmm. we like that you worked on your car we we spent our time working on our cars you spent your time working on your car we respect that period right um the with like with the shit posters on in the comment section we kind of just don't deal with those people they they get shadow banned swiftly because we don't need that in the community right we need people that are more about the experience again not the not the end result right you could drive your civic and have it scrape every every time you like hit a dip mm -hmm. right well, i wouldn't do that i wouldn't fucking do that yeah but dude hell yeah spend your time on it you love that shit do it yeah right? that's what we respect well, what have you noticed? Um, me being, you know, in my mid thirties, um, knowing a lot of older enthusiasts, it seems like it's a really hard um, subject for them to grasp to take like a quote unquote YouTubers seriously. Oh, oh, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get that a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. So, unlike you, you were like, oh shit, that that's gonna be big. We should be wary. Yeah. Right. So first two years first three years of SEMA everyone like brushed us off yeah right even with like 300 500,000 subscribers brushed off which is ridiculous which is ridiculous <laughs> yeah. okay absolutely ridiculous but that's why Maguire's and um Maguire's and who else uh Valvoline and there's another one but like other people are like AccuAire mm -hmm. or Universal Air or Downstar or um, I don't remember. There's a lot. Well, Brimbo yeah. recently. Uh, oh, HRE, mm -hmm. right? There's these people that we saw at SEMA and they were just like, no. Like even, I don't think, I don't think he approached AccuAire, but I remember going to AccuAire and seeing their new shit. And then two years later, we're, we have systems and we're building cool shit with them. That's humbling, mm -hmm. right? Humbling that some, some uh, and HRE as well, right? But there's like Sabon in them. Um, I, I, I guess I shouldn't be naming it. I don't think it was Sabon. It was an, other other people, right? Other other um, brands yeah. we approached and they just brushed us off. And it was kind of funny because two years later we come back and now they're approaching yeah. TJ. Yeah. 
out of their time. And we all just laugh and like, um, good thing TJ's a understanding dude and a nice guy and doesn't take that shit too seriously, right? Because if he did, all of these people would be like out of luck, right? It would be bad, right? Um, but he understood that YouTube was something new and people didn't really understand it, but now people are starting to understand it. And TJ, with patience and um, cunning, yeah. he's, he's at the forefront, I think. I, I don't think anyone else has done as much as TJ in the car community with, with these big brands, and I'm proud of him for that. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the only person I could think of is uh, RJ. RJ is a le- legend. Yeah. Uh, RJ. RJ DeVera. YouTube is he a YouTuber? No, he's uh, he works for McGuire. Oh, RJ, RJ, RJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I love RJ. <laughs> he's my dude. Yeah, we we were actually just uh, we were having dinner at um in Japan when we were in Japan. Oh hell yeah. We were just talking about like oh, you know RJ. the past and everything, and when when he talks about the things that he's done, I'm like, wow, bro. It's I love like, hearing him. It's it's, it's second to none. The yeah. things that that he's done is just. It, it, it's crazy what some one person can do for the community you know yeah rj did a lot and he's a smart dude that's why i want to i want to talk to him as well great guy man great guy great guy and uh, yeah it's i i see that disconnect to so many people and, and you know for me like i said i always keep my ear to the streets i always know what's going on mm-hmm. whether it's in youtube or it's in another streaming platform, or it's uh, just in the Honda community. I know who the movers and shakers are. I know who the guys that are coming up, and I know who the ones that are people that I would want to work with and people that I want to avoid. But I feel like I'm the minority of it. Sure. Um, sure, sure. Business owners my age, they really don't see the value in it because they they come from a different world. Oh, you absolutely. Um, that's comfort and fear. When when we were your your guys' age, life was totally, totally different. different. Absolutely. We were on MySpace. Yeah, no. You know? yeah. And nobody really ever thought to take MySpace or even Facebook at its infancy to a business level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't until Instagram was, you know, marinating for a couple of years that people thought like, whoa, this could be a business thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as soon as I was on it, that that okay, I'm gonna have one for me, and then I'm gonna have one for Downstar. Sure. And the Downstar one is gonna be now our new platform to be able to show our new products or whatever we got going on. Yeah, yeah. And how how do you feel um, connecting that okay. bridge? What 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 kind of things do you guys do to make these uh, the the older people understand the new age of how things are now? Okay, so how i would go about it um but to answer your earlier question uh we don't take it personally got you we don't take it personally it doesn't matter um eventually they'll learn Uh, is is the hope but the way we i would teach i don't i can't speak on tj's behalf Mm -hmm. but the way that i would teach it is like putting it analogously right so a billboard you pay several thousand dollars to put your ad on a billboard what do you get um Let's say you get a hundred cars an hour, or a thousand cars an hour, just just for the sake yeah. of numbers. So a thousand cars an hour for twenty hours of the day, 
or yeah, 20 hours. So 20,000, 20,000 views, 20,000 yeah. views on random ass people that don't give a shit yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. time. So you get for several thousand dollars, you get one or two or like a hundred people that care. Right. And then one or two that will actually call. Right. Whereas here on our social media platforms, let's say for me, Instagram, right. I get, um, for the sake of numbers for 40,000, not disclosing any real numbers, but 40,000 impressions every time I post about something. Mm -hmm. Right. That's 40,000 people that care about exactly what I'm posting. Mm Mm-hmm. Usually it's cars. Usually I post about my car. So 40,000 people, impressions of people who care about cars and are looking at car stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's like super valuable, right? Like who are you? you? You have the target audience. It's right there. And you just put something in front of it and they'll see it. And it'll be more arguably more effective than something like a billboard right old old or like a newspaper right um those ads worked before because a lot of people are using it but now a lot of people are on their phones so it's like the biggest convincing you have to or i would have to do i guess would be like if they are an older marketing manager they they see the old they see oh television ads they Mm -hmm. see they see um Newspaper ads, they see billboard ads, they see bus stop ads, and they say that works. The biggest convincing you have to do is like, well, think about your your father's ads, right? Let's say that was like a newspaper ad, right? But then you grew up and saw that it was a billboard ad, but you saw how old that was. Yeah. And you saw how new that was and how that could potentially be better. Well, here again, change your idea, if you will, right? The the newspaper ad and goes to billboard and then the billboard goes to like social media platforms. And the driving point is it's instant and everyone can see it wherever they are at any time, mm-hmm. whenever they want. That's valuable, I think, right? Because... That billboard is in one place all the time, shown to the same people all the time. Yeah. Whereas if you pay for an ad on social media, it it's literally zeros and ones randomly throwing out these ads. Yeah. At alarming rates. Crazy how many ads are being thrown out and how fast and easy it's dis- distributable. Yeah. Dis- yeah, distributable. Sounds right. Sounds right. But yeah, that that would be the way that I convince it, right? Now, how would you show them that that translates to sales? Because some of the pushback that I've gotten from that is, yeah, they they could have, you know, hundreds of thousands of views, but who knows how many of those are potential buyers? Maybe it's a bunch of younger kids because it is a younger demographic. Yeah. yeah. Possibly don't even own a car mm-hmm. at this time, but enjoy cars as a hobby. So convincing there, I would go about saying it like this, right? Um, just with the billboard ad, you know that works, 
right? You don't know if this works. It's yeah. a risk. Gotcha. Right? You're going to have to take the risk if you want to take the risk. If you don't want to, thank you for your time. Yeah. Right? But if they say yes, well, it doesn't really matter how old they are if they can't afford it now. You're, If you're thinking short term, I think you're failing. Yeah. Because when I was 18, when I was 16, I was looking at Downstar. I was looking at Sabon. I was looking at AccuWare. I can't afford it now, but if you cultivate me into your brand, yeah, you have a customer. Like, um, I re uh, I think, I think I think I was talking to Richard. I don't I don't know if I should say where he's from, but mm -hmm. I was talking to Richard, and Richard told me that, um, yeah, we're gonna start buying like the the cheaper alternative now, mm -hmm. right? We're gonna buy a cheaper alternative. But we always want that AccuWare. We 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 can do like a hodgepodge system, like a random random tank, random bags, random whatever. But since we were cultivated and nurtured to and not discouraged, mostly not discouraged, right? Like that teenager that walks up to you in SEMA, you should interact with them mm -hmm. because they're gonna buy your shit. Yeah. They're already looking at it. That's why they're there. Yeah, they can't afford it but they're gonna buy your shit and tell everyone else to buy your shit, right? So I always wanted AccuWare. Doesn't matter what I did before then. Yeah. I was gonna get AccuWare. It's steps to get to right? there. Yeah, I understand. So like it's important to market to the kids that can't afford it because that's a long time relationship. Right. If you're thinking short term, I want sales now. Yeah. Then you have to go somewhere else. Right. My demographic is between the ages of, um, I would I want to say like sixteen to like thirty. Mm -hmm. Right. So you market to to my younger twenty year olds. You market to me. Right. But when they become thirty, you have a wave. Of customers like waves of because you, when you invest in me and um my brand right they may be young now right but if you've captivated a thousand people that wave will hit you when they grow older they're growing with me mm -hmm. and they're going to associate your brand with me yeah if you want to invest in that you're so you're creating brand association with me and that's important, I think. I think. Yeah. Right. Because, uh, let's say, I I associate myself with, f for random example, memes. Right. Mm -hmm. Pepe's like the Pepe meme. Yeah. People will start using Pepe memes, right? But if they don't have it yet, if they can't afford the part yet, they still know that I'm associated with the Pepe meme. So when they can get it, it's. It, you got a wave of customers coming. Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. Um, sure. Going to the Fender Flare hardware uh, when, before we teamed up with you guys, um, it would sell, but it was a hard sell for me because people didn't see the value in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so easy just to put just a regular bolt in there or mm -hmm. even a rivet or mm -hmm. what we'd see at SEMA all the time is like uh, wood screws. You know, oh, and it's just like, this is uh, a Lamborghini, 
why are you using wood screws so it took a while but after we teamed up and then you just just working together and and Mm. you know getting the awareness out that's that's like one of our best sellers Mm -hmm. and it's it's not that the product changed the product's the same exact as it has been before but it got me the right eyes to the right demographic Mm -hmm. and to the right people Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that i try to explain to these guys yeah yeah, yeah. i think that one thing that really bothers them is these emails that they get from other uh channels and other youtubers who's um they have a way less humble approach to it yeah and um it does even, dirty the water. even with me as well i have a lot of people that will say yo i have thirty thousand subs like can can you sponsor me okay like, then one thing with downstar is like we we really don't sponsor like we don't have a sponsor program yeah. where you email us yeah. and we work together and like i said I keep my eye to the street so i see who the guys are okay. that are putting on for these companies who they're not sponsored by and okay. posting things up and and yeah. you know they're they're hustling for it so i work with these guys early yeah. on because i see the what they're gonna be and i see the hustle so i my point to that would be um that email is a poor resume Mm -hmm. they're uneducated these these people that are emailing you about this sort of thing don't know what they're doing right and i i understand it dirties the water and i understand that though they're ignorant it doesn't mean it's not annoying yeah right so i think it's a call to action to the to the up-and-coming um influencers or whatever whatever they're trying to build right if it's a business and they're trying to work together right you need a good resume you need a good impression right so i watched a two-hour long video on how to write a resume Mm -hmm. um and it's very interesting so it depends how you approach it right if you just say can you sponsor me that's kind of sour and not it doesn't feel good yeah right but if but my call to action to those who are receiving those, I, I say, don't let that, you need to see each of these people as individuals, yeah. right? As the, this is not YouTube. They're a YouTuber, but it's not YouTube. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like going down the street. You're, you're in like, what's a popular like plaza here? Uh, I don't know, the collection. The collection. Okay. Yeah. You go to the collection you're not associating that Panda Express as the collection. Yeah. That's Panda Express. Yeah. Right? So same thing with YouTube. That's that's X channel and that's Y channel. Those are two separate entities. Yeah. Right? The the problem, I guess, is the disconnect of YouTube doesn't hire these people. These are people utilizing a video platform. Like and people have different approach, right? So you get a resume and if they poorly write it then then um if they poorly write it then you just throw the resume away it's yeah. the same thing right it's an email it's just it's not as professional or you don't disassociate the individual but you have to like i get a bunch of emails as well like can i join the team if they say um if they don't say anything nice then i'm like um, I appreciate the offer. Thank you for your time, but I'm not looking for someone. Mm-hmm. But if someone shows, like you said, great passion, shows that they're willing to learn, right? I'll be like, damn, I like that. 
I see your hustle, I see your passion, and I want to invest time in that. I want to invest money and time in that. Yeah. I just can't afford it right now. I wish I could. I wish I had the hundred milli. Cause I'd be <laughs> Go get it. Yeah. Right? I don't care. Right. Um. So. It it's just, I know it's annoying, but it needs to be treated like a resume application. Got you. Right. Like I feel like. It's just a new way. Like email is not that new, but it's definitely the new way. Or DMs. I used to think DMs are a form of communication between fans, but there's a serious business application in in DMs. And I love how they switched it from primary to general. Yeah. Right. That's really good. So it's it's ignorant of the receiver to think that these are just. Um, this is one entity. This is like a group when it's actually yeah. actual business like resume, right? Like I think I wish I wish I could convey that well enough, but like um I mean maybe that could be a, a topic for a, a complete video. Oh shit. You know? Oh, shit. You're right. Um because uh I mean I have this conversation all the time and I've had this conversation, you know, even when we were in Japan. Uh last week you know i i've had these conversation with some of my friends and it and the disconnect is real Super because real. you have to see it from their point of view when they started out this this whole industry that we're in it was just blossoming it's Absolutely. just growing it still is yeah and um younger guys as yourself you came in at a extremely great time absolutely and that's not at your fault and the people that are still in it, the older guys, that doesn't mean that they're counted out. Absolutely not. Hence, Mickey with Throttle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mickey's 42. He's been in the industry for shit, what, 15, 20 years? And he's killing it in that new space, in that new platform. Absolutely. Because he gets it. He but believes. It's not my job to make them get it as yeah. much as I yeah. can do. Same. Look out for them Same. and to say, yo, this is kind of a, a a ship that you're missing right now. Yeah. And your stubbornness is going to cost you in the long run. That's what I'm saying. So I agree with that. Holy, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but like, um, it's, it's like, okay, you don't get it. It's, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be me. I'm going to say, thank you for your time. Thank you for this opportunity to speak. But in my head, I'm like, you're missing it. it this is actually going to cost you more now yeah because i'm only getting bigger right my my call to action and my impressions will only cost more from this point on right and then when they come back and they realize i offered them x they'll be like shit we should have took that deal yeah and then they'll find i mean of course there's a lot of individuals that will sponsor will will do it for um whatever they ask for but I hope like everyone out there that's aspiring to be an influencer or run a business period, find out your worth. Mm -hmm. Stop being, stop being lazy. Find out your worth. We need to create a higher standard for our, our profession Yeah, because they spend buku bucks on television ads. Yeah. They should be spending buku bucks on us. And I think what, uh, a problem is as well is these companies who do realize that youtube is uh is an up-and-coming platform um and they just sponsor 
anybody and everybody mm-hmm. which dilutes it all and makes these guys think well if i just reach out to this company one email the same way i reached out to you then why aren't you giving me stuff for yeah. free this it, this company did yeah it's it's really hard because there's no there's no guide or like a how to of how to do this business yeah because it it really is variable like super variable like a channel of TJ size versus a channel of Mr. Beast size or David Dobrik or me mm-hmm. at 66,000, right? Or my brother at a hundred, right? It is so variable that it's easy to be lazy and allow it to blanket. Yeah. Which dilutes everybody, right? That's why those who understand um, need to spread the word. I watch a, I watch a channel He's a live streamer, but he puts it on YouTube. Devin Nash, mm-hmm. he he does a beautiful job of creating that Chinese menu, right? Of what you need because big companies do this. I, big companies, um, like established businesses that are billion dollar companies, do that. Yeah. Right. You have a Chinese menu. What do you want? This is what you're going to get for that. Right. People need to figure out their worth and um, just a few a few tips. Right. So let's say your call to action, a call to action. Hey, I'm Frank. This is my hardware. Fucking buy it. That call to action, let's say that makes $10,000, right? That's how much you're worth at least, Mm -hmm. right? Because why would you sell someone else's shit if your shit will make you that much already? Yeah. Right? So like if your call to action is worth 10 grand because you made yourself 10 grand selling your own stuff, why would you take a brand deal yeah. that would give you five hundred dollars? Yeah, that's actually like uneducated and not smart. I was gonna say something else, but I didn't want to <laughs> discourage people. <laughs> yeah, right. But but seriously, like I, you need to figure out like your minimum time worth, right? So like, let's say for me, I make. Um, we're just gonna use small numbers so that it doesn't sound or, or like just small numbers so that it's easier for uh, maths yeah so like i stream for an hour um if i if i stream for like 10 hours and i make 100 bucks mm-hmm. then an hour of my time is 10 dollars. yeah that's how much i'm worth mm-hmm. right so you ask me to be somewhere for a whole day well if i were to stream that day how much would i make that's simple yeah right? definitely you, you need to be paid a little more than that because of the time you're going to be away from your stream. Yeah. Right. Or if you're like, you, I, I don't remember if, if you guys look up Devin Nash, um, worth or something, it'll tell you, he'll, he explains like how best to go about it. Right. And I'm, I haven't done it yet. And I've, I've been approached by a few sponsors that I want to, um, throw this at them mm-hmm. and I'm not going to back down. Right. I think I'm going to try and hold myself to a higher standard yeah. than most people, right? Um, because there's this YouTuber, it's crazy. He made uh, 1.3 mil off of AdSense alone last year, 2019. Guess how much you made out of sponsored ads? Hmm. $50,000. If you're making a million dollars off your own stuff, and and someone 
is not giving you a million dollars. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Right? Your channel is worth one milli. And if someone gives you 500 bucks for an ad, that's ludicrous. That's actually crazy. It doesn't have to be a million dollar ad. Yeah. Sure. Right? You could calculate it for the month. But there's a there's an importance to holding your brand to a high standard, right? Um, I'm willing to turn down people, right? I'm willing, I want to do that. I want to say no because I'm worth more. Yeah. And I'm going to be, I'd rather invest that time and money that you would have, that I would have gotten from that into something of myself, right? Like my clothing brand or gotcha. fulfillment center, right? There's no one better to invest in than yourself if anyone's going into venture capitalism, right? Make your, make your million on your own and understand how you did it and then spend your million on someone else. Um, but that, that it, it blows my mind. It, it, it's like, I want, I guess I want to do the content. That'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But the content of, uh, teaching people like, um, how to figure out what you're worth and holding yourself to a higher standard and understanding it's okay to say no. I read Mark Cuban's little book. I have it in the car and he said, no, like no is good. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you only need one good yes, right, to make it. He he sold his yes for three billion dollars, right. So, and it just takes time. And 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 that's the to get into the a little bit in the philosophy. That's the problem with social media, right? How instant gratification is important to people, but things take time. That's why I have a five-year plan. That's why I have a ten-year plan, twenty, thirty-year plan. I don't expect to make a hundred million in two years yeah that's it's not impossible it's unlikely but i don't expect to be uber successful until i put in the work and to put in the work is to hold yourself to a high standard because of how much work you're putting into things yeah right? now what made you want to focus on uh twitch rather than on youtube laziness that's what i wanted i wanted to turn on a stream and just play video games mm -hmm. but i've realized that's wrong doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that anymore. So, but I do like live streaming. Mm -hmm. So I do enjoy live streaming and I don't like editing. So, um, and I don't like editing for um, the editing reason, not because I'm lazy. Um, there's a little bit of, I don't want to learn how to edit, but I just know that's my weakness. I'm not going to try to do something that I can't do. I've learned that, right? It's better to, um, know your weaknesses and play to your strengths, mm -hmm. right? Um, of course, I'd love to edit like a, a, a passion project, like a music video or a, or something like that. But that, that would take like t a lot of time. Yeah. And I'm just doing it like I fix my car, right? It takes a lot of time, but I like it. So what are you doing to combat your laziness? What is that conversation like in your head? Oh, oh, I can't believe we haven't talked about that. So... All of the motivational stuff and inspirational stuff that I've been watching has been really good to put me in a good mental space. So my mental headspace is success and success for others, as you can probably tell from the podcast so far, right? But for me, the mental battle in my head is, a, is one that hits home. I have a medical background, right? And because my parents are both nurses and my mom's also a doctor. 
So I have a medical background. What motivates me is understanding how my body works mm -hmm. and really in, like my exercise. So I really enjoy the idea that I'm feeding my body well with exercise and stimulation and good food, right? Mm -hmm. I enjoy that a lot. I know I'm gonna be sexy as fuck in the future. <laughs> I'm gonna be so sexy, <laughs> but that doesn't drive me. If that drives you, that's fine, yeah. right? That's totally fine, right? That That's what drove um, my brother. Uh -huh. Like he looks really good, Yeah. right? He's so much bigger than me. You'd think he'd be the older brother. Yeah. But, um, but for me, I found comfort in knowing that I'm doing something proper for my body. I watched a lot of videos on, um, there's a video on Veritasium talking about how to reverse aging or slow it down, right? To slow it down, you have to do, you have, you have to do things that don't trigger um, DNA repair, mm -hmm. right? DNA construction. So that video explains it, but I'm just so happy knowing that I'm doing something that I like, which is taking care of the chemistry that is our fucking existence, right? I think brain chemistry, body chemistry, and um, how all that, all these random chemicals are just giving us life, right? And I love the idea that I'm feeding that properly. I love feeding it exercise. I love feeding it good food, right? Sometimes I eat like shit, but yeah. What am I gonna do? I'm, I love that. <laughs> right? But I, it, it's more so the conversation in my head is you're doing something that's really good. They, again, it's different for a lot of people, but if you resonate with that, I, I, I'm glad that I was able to say it to whoever's listening, right? Um, as for business stuff, it, it's, 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 it's as simple as playing video games. I played Assassin's Creed one, two, all, all, all of two, the trilogy of two, I played three, I played Unity, I played Black Flag, I played all of them, but all of them had something in common. Mm -hmm. You need currency in the game to buy equipment, but you can buy stores. You can buy stores, upgrade the stores, and you leave your PlayStation on, and it makes you money. Mm -hmm. You come back to your hub, and you take the money, and you buy another store. You keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, yo, I love that. I love that interaction of um, buying stores, letting it work, collecting and reinvesting and doing it all over again. I love that idea. And I just put it together. Of course, in real life, there's LLCs, there's resellers licenses, there's actual fucking money, there's actual people, right? There's actual work that needs to be done, right? There's actual facilities that need to be paid for. But it's as simple as that, right? It's as simple if you have, like, if you have the know-how and can manage, I'm, again, I, I know I'm a leader. I do it, right? So I'm, I'm of that mindset and I'm ready to tackle it. I'm ready to fail, scale back, do it again, right? Um, but that always made me happy that I was making, I was like, just like, I'd never really finished buying the equipment. I just finished buying all the stores, right? I love that more than buying the equipment to mm -hmm. beat the game. Cause I could beat the game with the starting equipment 
It's just cool to collect stuff. But that idea of that economy um, put a smile on my face and I would wake up every morning. I would, I would diligently put timers. Okay, it fills up after 12 hours. Timers, 12 hour on the dot, I collect, turn off the TV again, leave the PS4, come back, collect, do it again, right? And I'm ready for that managing in real life. So do you feel like you've always felt like this, but it just, that feeling just got reinvigorated or you just found it again? So I've always, so again, my pragmatism and my relationship were in the way for the lack of a better term, right? My pragmatism nurtured fear, fear of, oh, I'm actually spending money. Mm -hmm. And if I fuck myself, I fuck myself IRL. And then my relationship was um, focusing a lot of time on that, Mm -hmm. right? And um, learning how how to better deal with my time, right? But once, once I left the relationship, I was given emotion and I was given time and I was given like a reimagining of seeing things, a new way of seeing things. And that really, really cooks in my head. Like I'm always wanting to do something now, right? I spend, whether it's spending time learning how to do something business-wise or um, spending time actually doing it and then talking to people who know how to do it. That that really, that those interactions between myself and other people are just fun, period. I don't like, I don't, I don't think of it as a chore. I love opening my email. I love, I used to love, um, so at one point I managed uh, the hunting company website. Like I built the site a little bit and put products in places and I did emails. I enjoyed that, right? So I just started piecing things together, right? I started realizing what I was doing, what I've done, how similar things are. And now I'm just doing it for myself. And it feels good, man. Like, Dude, it sounds like you're on a good path, man. Thank you. I appreciate uh, that. It you're going to have an a, a exciting year. I will. For sure. For sure. Especially uh, how much you understand the value of time. Um, when you actually understand the value of time and how much impact that you have on your own life in in one day. In one day. Oh, my God. There's so much time. There's so much things that you can do. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people never find that. I, I always like to say that... Um, time is the only currency that you really have Mm -hmm. and um i like to break it down like this say say you make 10 bucks an hour Mm -hmm. right and uh you work a day that's 80 bucks that you made in that day now Mm -hmm. when you get out of work and maybe you'll go hang out with some friends who aren't the best of friends or you know hang out with your girl and you guys are fighting or what have you say if it's if it's three days or three hours in your day, you've given them literally $30 of your time to not even make you feel good. You know, so that's where you invested your time at. 
with these people mm-hmm. that that don't bring any positivity towards you that don't bring you up that don't give you new ideas rather than they pick on you mm-hmm. laugh at your car mm-hmm. and you feel you feel like you're a part of something just because now you're with a group of guys mm-hmm. you know and i know that you have a lot of younger followers mm-hmm. and i know a lot of them are probably going through that yeah. at this very moment sure. still trying to figure out who they are as a person trying to fit in wherever they fit in Mm -hmm. and not realizing the value of their actual time Mm -hmm. realizing that yo if i spend time with these people that's time that i could have spent working Mm -hmm. or working towards my goal whatever it Mm -hmm. could be Mm -hmm. and when i understood that 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 changed my life dramatically it was so easy to I'm cut people out of my that's life. Awesome. Thank you, man. That That's a huge um, step because that's scary. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You think like, wow, these people have been around forever. I've known them since I was a kid. but And that holds weight. Yeah. That holds serious weight. But it doesn't really mean anything. Exactly. Because if these people aren't trying to better you, you should be changing all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Progressing. Yeah, absolutely. And if they're not progressing at the same speed, at the same level, you are no matter money business anything followers anything like that if if their mind capacity is not changing if you guys aren't talking about what are you doing what plans do you have yeah, what yeah. can we do let's yeah if you're not having genuine fun and and great interactions and you're just giving away your time for free you might as well go to work yeah for free yeah because yeah you're not maybe everybody's job isn't so bad but a lot of the interactions i used to have made me feel bad at the end of the day and you you know kick that no for sure and i and i do and i paid these people with my time to make me feel like that exactly even in relationships you're together for a year year and a half whatever Yeah, yeah add up all that money from all those hours and yeah. you've given that person this much of your time which is valued at whatever yeah, 10 whatever, bucks an hour or yeah, whatever, whatever you think yeah, it but, is yeah, yeah and now people if they make that much an hour that's what your time is worth mm-hmm. and if you want your time to be worth more you have to take those extra steps yeah gaining knowledge you know yeah you have to work dude. work it's a lot of fun i'm i'm telling everyone here it's scary, but it's a lot of fun. But it's just work. Yeah. And it's just it's just having conversations like this, mm-hmm. understanding the from from a different perspective. Absolutely. Cuz I never had deep conversations like this in the past. Yeah. You know, a lot of the conversations I would have were very surface sure. and talking about you know, drama and problems and negativity. Oh yeah, no, I know? hate oh I oh oh <laughs> you just triggered me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I call those people potatoes. 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 <laughs> Why is that? Potato, as in like, we're. Oh God, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say aliases here. Okay, so, um, Steve mm-hmm. was dating a girl, uh, Karen, mm-hmm. and Karen, sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Um, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. But to Steve, great, great women. But every time they talked, it was all about um, a sorority. 
her mm. sorority. Her life is as a sorority. Nothing that interests her. No ambition. Mm-hmm. And like she has, she has no interest other than hanging out with her friends and partying. Mm-hmm. And I told Steve, "Yo, this girl's a potato." Yeah. You try to converse with her, and there's there's literally starch. <laughs> Straight starch. She could be good mashed potatoes for sure. <laughs> yeah, but there's no there's no substance, right? There's yeah. no substance. Like, and I, I I'm not saying like if you're a potato that this like you're you're fucked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right now, make the change. Don't be a potato. Like yeah. guys or girls or um every every gradient in between, right? If you're a person and you have no ambition and you're kind of just like stagnant. It's hard to, hard to not consider you a potato. Yeah. Right. Um, but I hope I haven't seen Karen in a while, but Steve is doing well. Good. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. Speaking of partying, have you went through that phase of your life yet? I never really was into partying. Really? So I was always, I'm already, a handful mm-hmm. and an asshole not drunk yeah but when i am it gets hectic really? and i'm about the same so an example is we were in vegas for sema mm-hmm. and we went out with uh with the company and a bunch of our friends i i got lit mm-hmm. for sure but um we had a we had a friend there that doesn't drink because he's allergic he actually like could get hurt mm-hmm drinking uh, a su- uh, substantial amount so i at the end of the night asked him how was i he's like oh you're about the same hmm. you, you dance like an idiot <laughs> you scream really loud but you already do that so i don't see i don't see alcohol as any way of helping me more so as a social tool like if we're playing games yeah. i want to be a part of the game or if someone wants to have a drink and i'm feeling up for a moscow mule because i like the taste I'll I'll sip on the Ma- Moscow Mule, right? Um, right. I I'm already loose. I'm already me, because you get that when you first meet me. Yeah. So I see no point in it. As for partying, I party all the time, right? Every interaction I have is a is set for like entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like I my goal is to entertain myself and whoever I'm talking to. My goal is to be the most interesting person in your life at that moment and i think i pull that off well sometimes right um because i care about what people say because i learn because i care about things and i want to know about things you know so much shit that i don't know so i humble myself to learn what you have to teach me and likewise, man, it uh, it doesn't really matter uh, age or circumstance or what have you. It's just I, I know everybody that I interact with has something Absolutely. that they can lend to me I love that. that I can use. You know, it's it's very stubborn and egotistical to think that you know so much that nobody could ever help you. And when I run into people like that, I kind of feel sorry for them, man, because same. They, they've reached the pinnacle in their growth. I'm like, congratulations, you did it. <laughs> You're, and that's you're perfect. It. You're 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 where you want to be at. 
you know, um, even going back to the, the conversation um, about, you know, branching out with your marketing, tell people, you know what, you're, you're where you're at right now, and I congratulate you, but you could possibly be at a different step if you would look at things differently. Yeah. And I'm not saying that my way is the right way. Yeah. I'm just saying that yeah. I know for a fact the Hell more yeah. knowledge that you have, the better you are off yeah. in the world. And if you're already in an amazing space, you have the possibility to take it even further. Yeah. But to each his own, man. Yeah. It's only like conversations like this where maybe it'll get into somebody's head and yeah, and, and they can use that. Yeah, I, I towards I, their life. Yeah, man, it's just that's why I love humans. That's why I love psychology and sociology. That's yeah. why I loved it. It's always random. And you never know what you're going to get. And it's just whatever ride you go on, it's going to be fun. It, it Interesting if it gets heated. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about time travel. Time travel? What's your thoughts on time travel? Okay. Not possible. Uh-huh. Not possible, period. Okay. Because if you think about it, right? If you time travel and you're supposed to, like, you take a machine and you end up in the same point in space. Mm -hmm. Well, the Earth wasn't there however many years. The Earth moves, our universe moves really fucking fast. So I don't know how many how many meters per second, mm -hmm. but imagine two years ago and you were to transport immediately to this spot, you would be in a different point in space versus relative to the earth. Mm -hmm. And now you're in the vacuum of space and you're dead. But what if that was, there, that if was that worked in? Yeah, if that's solved. Um, I don't know if I, I think time travel is messy. Uh -huh. um, I do believe the one that I like the most is the uh, multiple universes. I think uh -huh. that's string theory. Parallel universe. Yeah, parallel yeah. universes. So like when you make a, the most outlandish one that I love talking about is the um, every time you make a decision, oh, I'm going to put the blue pants versus the um, red pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just created two universes. I like that one because it's fun to mm -hmm. think about. Um, but I do think if if it were time travel, you'd it'd be universe hopping. Got you. Right? You uh -huh. wouldn't be... You would You wouldn't go back in time. You'd just be in a different point in a different universe right like i don't think i don't think you can go back in time um because i do i do subscribe to the idea of the universe will find its way right so like let's say you stopped someone's murder yeah right the universe will find its way to fix it the person will die anyway got you final destination something like that yeah yeah like um I, I i just don't like thinking of time travel because of how messy it can be yeah i think if there was a possibility that you can go back to that same exact time yeah. you know in 2005 yeah march 2nd at 5 p.m boom you're there but as soon as you land there in your body, in your consciousness, oh, oh, okay, okay. with all, oh, I see. with all your memories of right now, today, okay, okay. so you know, fifteen years okay. of memories, I like this. Your whole life from that point 
is a different universe now. Yes. Everything changes. Yes. Because everything that you do, making a left versus a right, yeah. choosing red versus blue, yeah. everything changes. Yeah. And you split up in different yeah. universes. So, I mean, it's very risky. Yeah. Because say there's things that have happened in this time. You have to say anything that happened after 2005, I'm willing to scrap it all. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, absolutely everything. Yeah. Not only to me, not people I've met, not children that have been born, not relationships that have been, but every single thing is new. I have an effect on yeah, yeah. now because obviously you're probably going to progress at a different speed because you have different ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, you know things from the future, but okay. it's not like you can just open the almanac and be yeah. like, you know what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Dodgers won this yeah. because now that you've interrupted it, it's everything has changed. Everything's changed. Yeah. So. Uh, is a question would i do it would you um i am what you consider save scum so like in video games you could save checkpoint and mm-hmm. then if you die you you load checkpoint you save scum all the way across right? yeah i do save scum but given what i've learned so far i don't think i would change it um i would if i if i were to go back in time i'd probably go back um only a few years, mm-hmm. not too far back. Yeah. Right. Maybe one year. Got you. Right. Um, Cause there's too much. There's too yeah. much that built me. There's too much that's happened that, and it, it's hard. It's easier for me to say since I'm only 24. Right. Yeah. If I was 50, I may be different. Right. And I'm, and I'm sitting here saying what I'm saying and I didn't learn it until then. Right. Maybe I would ch- be there, but personally, someone of 24 years of age i would only go back a year yeah two. i could probably do a couple weeks a couple go back weeks, a couple really? weeks yeah maybe bet on some game or something <laughs> okay fair it enough. would only be for a not, monetary not, gain yeah sure. and that's it yeah, you yeah. know just like a small cheat code yeah. but i feel like today is the best day of my life because i've experienced everything to this point yeah you know totally agree with that um Fortunately, there's hasn't been anything um, extremely significant that's happened in my life yet that makes sure. me think like if I could go back to yeah. May of 2005, yeah. everything would be better. You know, that's why when you asked me, can you think back to 2005? And I'm like, no, because I'm living it <laughs> now. Like, I don't I don't know what I would want back there yeah. or what I was thinking, because right now is so enjoyable that I don't really <laughs> yeah think about that or really think about the future, right? I, I enjoy my present and what I'm doing now, and it's a lot of fun. Now, one of the last podcasts that you and uh, TJ did do was about uh, lucid dreaming. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. How, how big of a factor is that on you now? Are you still interested in that? Oh, absolutely. So I every time I close my eyes, it's a lucid dream. It's crazy. Um, hmm. My memory, I can explain it. I can explain to you a dream that I had um four years ago really it's a memory it's a memory now Mm -hmm. my dreams are memories just like just like oh last weekend Mm -hmm. i remember that because it was a lot of fun right this memory is so buried in my brain that it it's real at this point it happened to me right um i think lucid dreaming is just something i do to not feel like i'm wasting my time sleeping i don't feel like sleeping Mm. is a waste of time right mm-hmm. uh it sleep is important and i enjoy sleeping right but 
the movies that go on my head are pretty pretty entertaining so like i i think it's it makes it that more enjoyable right do you feel rested when you wake up yes uh depends depends if it's like of course i'm still affected by like how comfortable i am because you yeah. can be comfortable to to sleep well but um lucid dreaming and out-of-body experiences have helped me sleep better and help me get better sleep yeah um but yeah if if you if you want to go into that yeah i can talk about it for so long Let, let's just give a, a a quick breakdown of it and maybe some actions um that people listening can do to maybe uh, achieve that level of dreaming okay there's only one thing that you actually need to do is to write it down um right now 99 percent of people their dreams are stored in short-term memory and short-term memory gets dumped every few hours that's why you don't remember something you read unless you read it again mm-hmm um, same thing. You don't remember your dream unless you write it down and remember it again. So if you have a dream journal, there's something intimate about dry writing, right? Now in this day and age, you could just type stuff out, but there's something really intimate about writing, right? And it helps you remember more the motor action. So, um, I recommend writing. You could type it out. I used to type it out. Works just might take a little longer. When you write down your dreams, you, you, train your brain to put it into long-term memory. So when you wake up, you start to remember more bits, mm-hmm. right? You can only, you could start by remembering like, oh, I was wearing a watch, but then that watch becomes, I was, I pulled my arm away or uh, my watch had a weird face on it, right? Um, or what clothes you were wearing, the smells you were smelling, the feelings you were feeling, it gets, it grows really fast. Your brain's very good at transferring it, it, it results are if you want something that has quick results learning how to lucid dream is pretty quick you just write it down and you just try to remember it doesn't take much effort um and you can start lucid dreaming pretty soon uh the definition of a lucid dream is a vivid dream um of bright colors and fantastic emotions mm-hmm. because when you sleep your uh prefrontal cortex the logic part of your brain turns off and the uh, uh, the middle of your brain, I don't remember the name, wasn't very good at anatomy, mm-hmm. but the middle of your brain that controls um, emotion turns on and your your frontal cortex is not inhibiting it. So it's just straight emotion. So you'll notice when you start dreaming that your emotions are 10x, crying, anger, happiness, like, joy jealousy 10x mm-hmm. and it's it's entertaining to say the least right because i wake up crying i wake up really mad hmm. i wake up right like it's just crazy emotion because again your brain shuts off the thing that controls logic um advanced dreamers can turn that on yeah to control their dream but that's that's a different topic um the the so tips are find a comfortable position start writing your dreams down you need to be comfortable or else your body is not going to fall asleep properly um and then out of body experience requires a whole bunch of steps but it's a 
trippy experience. Really? Yeah. Um, usually, out of body experiences are reported to be or re- reported to occur when someone dies. Yeah. Like car accident, you see yourself from third person. Um, people, people report that to be an act of God, right? Um, I don't because I experienced it without dying. Um, also, um, don't they say that that's um, the cause of the release of uh, the DMT in your body? I don't know what DMT is. Hmm. There's a second person that said that, and this is the second time that I wasn't able to explain it. <laughs> I don't want to. Do it. Really is, is, well. a, is it a neurotransmitter? It's, it's a it's a chemical that is inside of your brain, yeah. and it's released at um, I think when you when you're dreaming. Sure. Um, and you can. It's actually found a lot in nature, and you can take it as a drug mm-hmm. and like trip. And oh. usually, a lot of people after they take it, um, they discover a lot of things about themselves. They actually change as a person. Oh, and uh, yeah, you should you should look into it a little I'll more. Look at as yeah, as sure. will I. So when this comes up again, yeah. I can explain yeah. it a lot better. So- but uh, th- that's a big thing from uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, he always talks about DMTs and the, like the effects of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you ever looked into psychedelics or anything like um, that? My brother is quite educated on it. Um, and no, I don't. I don't look at drugs because uh, I just don't have time. I, I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I, my one of my other bigger philosophies is uh, how people hold their perception so dearly when it can be manipulated so easily through chemistry mm-hmm. right do you ever uh smoke i i've smoked weed yes um i don't like how it makes me feel really um it's all right like i i don't hate it and i don't i won't turn it down um like aggressively well i have some right here cow <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh if you if you do smoke a lot um it's kind of like a unnatural way to fall asleep. So you mm-hmm. don't reach those levels of like REM sleep that you oh, would sure. normally. Sure. So if you smoke a lot and then you take a break, dude, your dreams come back like a fucking accident, dude. It's just boom. Mm. And those few days after you stop, your body's like detoxing and you start dreaming at an extremely vivid level. Oh, interesting. It's it's super crazy, man. And uh, I, I smoke pretty much every night, but actually I, I really enjoy taking breaks because of that. Oh, sure. Dude, some of the dreams that I have are, are super wild. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wake up tired because I've just been busy doing rad shit in my sure, dreams. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. No, I agree. All night. Um, I did not know this, no. Yeah. That's it, one it, way. Sure. It, it's pretty crazy, man. And... um. Now, now, since you're you're so well with uh, lucid dreaming and vivid vivid memories, do you feel like the when you have a dream and you have an experience inside of that dream that you can actually take that uh, that experience or that lesson and use it in your real life circumstance? Okay, so um, the hypothesis on dreams are like with humans trying to explain shit. Um, it goes back to this idea of. Um, cavemen versus dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Caveman has a dream about fighting a dinosaur. Caveman doesn't. They both end up fighting a dinosaur who, who's more equipped. Mm-hmm. The guy who had the dream. 
right? Like that's the hypothesis. We have dreams to um, train us for situations, right? Um, and sometimes to remind us of situations. Yeah. In my experience, but that doesn't mean anything at the moment. Um, but I did have a dream uh, one time. One time, TJ and my brother and I went to Subi Fest, and the five freeway. You know that. You know that bit of. Uh, I guess you don't. You're past, like way past it. Yeah. But there's a there's a bit there's a uh, border crossing thing, um, and it was they were doing check. They were doing a stop, and we were in a convoy of like forty B or Zs, and fucking ugh, everyone stopped, and I broke really hard, and I saw the guy behind me. I I was like I was like ooh yeah ooh monka monka s yeah right really close and the guy behind me wasn't gonna make it but I saw him yate into the uh the the what's it called the guardrail not the guardrail uh the the safe area the lava <laughs> let's just say lava yeah the lava <laughs> he he yeets into the lava and misses my car and survives yeah and I remembered that mm-hmm. and I had two subsequent dreams of me skirt out of the way yeah and then after the second dream two days later it happened it had i was coming up to this car way too fast and i just went yeet i'm like holy shit wait what i've never practiced this before oh shit so that's the only one that i can remember usually my dreams are fantastic or deal with emotions so and i haven't found that my dreams have helped me with dealing my with my emotions yeah um, I think I have to be better in the waking world to, to do that. But a lot of the time, it, the emotions are what I experience rather than the, that was only, that was like a freak thing and it was really cool. But I skirted out of the way of that car and yeah. it, it worked, it worked perfect. Yeah. Sometimes when I'll have like a, a cheating dream, like I feel like an extreme piece of shit afterwards. <laughs> after the action in my dream uh-huh. so that just lends more to me like never cheating yeah ever sure. you know yeah, yeah that um, works that not works. only for how i would feel but just knowing how it made my wife feel inside of the dream yeah yeah, yeah. when all of that came out yeah, you know yeah. that that i learned from things like that yeah like, that, yo, that's, that's not, an emotional thing yeah. that's nothing that i ever need to go through yeah you don't need to do it but <laughs> in your dream it's it trains you for i that's a hypothesis but it, it i it's helped me and it seems like it helped you yeah i think a lot of things like that um such as dreaming that people don't really get the entire value out of it that's what really that's being put on the table mm-hmm. you know um it's good i don't same, remember yeah as, as you know talking about random things that maybe don't make sense or mm-hmm. you know it's just parallel universes or mm-hmm. random thoughts mm-hmm. you know i i see so much value in things like that conspiracy mm-hmm. theories sure. you know that people don't see and they'll laugh it off at yeah. first because sure. it's just nonsense because why would the world be flat or why yeah. why is there an inner earth or none of that makes sense what about scientists i'm like dude this is like an exercise yeah and to a get thought you, experiment yeah to to get you thinking about things question what you exactly what you know and it's important to question that I yeah think. question everything man. yeah question this right now yeah. are you in my 
reality oh or am my god. i in yours a friend, a friend of mine texted me about the simulation theory yeah and i was just like hey man if we're simulated and someone deletes our file fuck we're fucked but right now i'm trying to get it it's a lot of time <laughs> to think about the simulation when i'm trying to get it yeah even if it does exist that really doesn't change anything mm-hmm. you're still in the simulation so what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah you know right Exactly. And uh, if you look back at the Matrix, like the simulation was a lot better than the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, <was>. fair enough. <laughs> and then there's theories of like they were in the simulation. Oh, man. Too much. Too much. Too much craziness. I'm just going to figure out my own memes and deal with my memes. So what does that mean to you? What does memes mean to you? Because uh, I know what a meme is, but it seems like you, you look at it at a, at a different level. Okay, so <laughs> don't say it like that. <laughs> I'm not enlightened with memes. Okay. <laughs> memes on memes is a french word uh-huh so the frenchman that coined it is he said they're like genes but memes are packets of information of social ideas rather than packets of information of biological structures right so if memes are like dna good memes pass on bad memes die Mm-hmm. right so um memes to me are any in every anything in every inf- bits of information right they just have been used as a form to convey jokes or demotivational images on the internet yeah but the way that i see it is it it's like it ha- it, it means nothing it means everything like you, it's just like a packet of information so like things yeah so like to me when i say meme there's a lot of context and you'd have to hang out with me enough to know which one i'm using yeah right but you pick up pretty quickly like tj's tj he's like nice meme and or if i say that's a nice meme be like what the fuck does he mean by that (laughs) or like mickey when i taught mickey he was still working at uh, accuware and he came back to accuware one day and started saying memes and all (laughs) <laughs> Bixby get out of here um, uh, he went back and started saying memes and everyone was like, confused what does memes mean and Mickey was like you know just it's a meme it's a meme yeah and you kind of you kind of just get it but to, again my definition of memes is a packet of information like the man who coined it it's it's just anything and everything right and I kind of just use use it interchangeably with words and it doesn't make sense 90% of the time. But if you're, if you know, you know, then you know. So what does chach mean? Chach means, (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Okay. I just started using, I told myself I wouldn't use it, but now I I'm using it. So a chach is like a hoser in, in like, it's like similar to that from Canada. So a chach is not an asshole. Yeah. But, like, oh, you're a dickhead. Got right? you. Like, oh, you're a dickhead, right? Like, oh, you're a chotch. Like, you just... It's just another word to call someone that's being annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right? Like, oh, 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 oh here's, here's a good example. Hey, man, let's... Let's go out. Let's go eat. Let's go get some food. Nah, yeah. man. He's like, stop being a chotch. Let's go. Got you. Like that kind of thing. Okay. Right? Got you. No, I, uh, 
I started one. It's a BB. A BB? BB. BB? Yeah. So um, my buddy and I, we were huge into uh, Dipset. Do you know who Dipset is? I, Diplomats, yeah, Cameron, yeah. Joel Santana, yeah. Jim Jones. Yeah, so yeah. huge into that. Um, they had a wave in like 2005, which yeah, was yeah. insane, dude. So yeah. they had a they had a live a live performance at the Source Awards and um, they go into the corner store and there's some guys that are outside and they need a gun and they say Habibi and then Habibi got it. He got the gun. So me and my boy, we would call each other Habibi, <laughs> which in like, uh, I think Arabic or whatever, it's uh, like beloved. Uh-huh. Oh. So we would just say, oh, what's up, Habibi, Habibi. We would call each other and yeah. then we shortened it to Bibi yeah. and like, dude, that shit stuck. I say that. Hell if, yeah. if you're like, my close friend yeah 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 i call you that hey bb can you grab me that <laughs> and it's just so easy yeah yeah you yeah. know and but uh, you have to be in it to understand you have to understand yeah it. like the, and depending upon the way you say it i'm sure like multiple people will understand who you're talking to yeah 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 but um then it turned into a thing where like people use that as baby yeah. so it kind of got really weird because uh. people don't know if i'm calling them baby yeah. or not which is kind of the same thing it's like yeah. a beloved mm -hmm. it, it, term oh, of endearment oh, it, it, circle dude <laughs> a circle oh my god that's my meme nice did meme. i use nice it right meme. nice meme <laughs> nice meme nice <laughs> meme oh shit yeah no like um funny you say that yeah i that was the nickname for my ex right bb really yeah it's so crazy dude because yeah. like we were saying that forever forever and, and then, then it just just started popping up like i started noticing it recently and i'm oh, like sure. How, why is that person saying bb for you know <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i don't even How, know you wait wait what wait what who, who? We, that like, was my thing dude dude how I, how I specific of a call, thing can you come up with you start calling you your know? friends who the fuck used this out of the friend group exactly it's like yo what up hamster tail you know <laughs> And then hamster tail becomes popping. Like, like, what the fuck? That's oh, my thing. Wait, what? I've been saying hamster tail since 2005. Yeah. And you're calling your girl, oh, I love you, hamster tail. What? <laughs> no. No. So I got to come okay. up with something new. Dude. I mean, to be fair, if I were in your position, I'd just keep using it. And yeah. If someone, if someone were to approach me and say it's wrong, I'd be like, you I don't, don't like you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you. You don't know, chach. You don't know, <laughs> Nice meme. Perfect, perfect usage. Calvin, this is an awesome combo, man. Thank you. I feel like I could talk you. to you forever, dude. I mean, I can talk forever, and I feel like you have a lot to tell me. Yeah, and I, and I want to. It's hear. dope, man. It, it's dope just to sit down with uh, with you and pick your brain and just. Thank you. I appreciate that. Just understand what this life is that you're living. It's fascinating. Thank bro. you. I, that's um, humbling. That's genuinely humbling uh you and all the guys you surround yourself with this is this is a moment in time you know um Attorney. i don't i don't i don't take this lightly you know yeah. um just understanding what this time is gonna do for you guys and what you're living in and just this moment that's going on everything that's happening right now like this is exciting this is history and if if nothing more than history for you guys like this is huge, but the impact that, that you bring to the table is just spreading. Yeah, we're trying. So before I, before we get out of here, do you feel like you have any responsibility with your platform and the people that you do 
influence? Um, um, I don't, I don't know what you mean by responsibility. Like, do I feel obligated to do the right thing? Knowing that you have all of these eyes uh-huh. on you, they they look up to you and what you do, and mm-hmm. would love to emulate it. Mm-hmm. Do you? F- feel a little more cautiously about the things that you would do maybe so it doesn't influence the um, masses or maybe influence them in a, in a more positive way yeah, rather so than negative. I don't feel like I have a responsibility for, for people, mm-hmm. right? Like they do what they want, but I feel like I owe it to myself to um, share what I know. I owe it to myself being told all these years that the things I say are very helpful and really sweet and like just a good thing, I owe it to myself to share it, right? I I genuinely believe in what I believe and I avoid trying to teach um, and practice the things that I don't like, right? Um, and starting this year or three, four weeks ago, I have an obligation to myself, no one else, but that selfishness doesn't mean I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. It means that the obligation is to better myself for those around me. Well, if you're bettering yourself, it's going to be obvious to the people that subscribe to your your train of thought Mm -hmm. and the more you progress Mm -hmm. the more everybody else is going to progress and i and i hope that i'm able to portray that to the best of my ability yeah awesome man you know um you got a lot of stuff on your plate right now you're you're in the battlegrounds of it it's not going to be easy and uh it's it's good that you're opening up to your emotions and uh i always say dude you just gotta let it burn you know and Mm -hmm. the and the more you put that off and hide it and don't go through those times and those feelings that's Mm -hmm. just setting that lesson even further and further Mm -hmm. away from Mm -hmm. learning that and a lot of people never learn that lesson Mm -hmm. they'll go from relationship to relationship without discovering who they are Mm. you know to know that you have opportunity in yourself that's it's a lot of value Mm -hmm. you know i never wanted to get to the point where i feel like i know everything where i'm the best self that i can be as long as everything that i do is is with a good heart Mm -hmm. and i'm trying my hardest it's all i can say man you know yeah and uh I wish you strength, bro. Thank you. I wish Appreciate you strength that. and That's, positivity. And that I, means a lot. Definitely, dude. And I'm, and I'm excited to uh, to see your journey. Thank you. And Thank um, you. feel free, dude. You, you can always hit me up, oh, man. Yeah, for sure. You know, my, my line is just not a business line or marketing sure. or anything like sure, that, sure. you know. Um, I, I I love talking to people and, and you know, discussing things because yeah. I know that a lot of time that people really don't have anybody yeah. that they can talk to and not yeah. saying no, yourself no, but it's 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 always it's nice. good it's good to have more people absolutely than not good. man it's, yeah it's always good to have good people yeah that's why I, I i've been posting a lot about that like 
here's to good friends hell yeah man here's to good here's friends. to it bro so before we get out of here can we let everybody know where they can um follow you at oh just follow me at twitch.tv forward slash kuya calvin k-u-y-a calvin there we go thank you dope man we'll have it all listed below and um i know you value time a lot as do i and yeah. um i really appreciate you giving me your time oh, to have this conversation it. man don't worry about it it's great dope bro so until next time until next time downtime with downstar episode 136 and we out peace